YoMTG Taps is brought to you by StarCityGames.com. Hello, and welcome to episode number 28 of YoMTG Taps. This is your host, Big Head Joe, and I'm here with Joe Basco and Dave Heilke from O2Drop.com. Yeah, see? Yeah, we're serving up the greatest uh, Magic and Gathering stuff you've ever seen in your life. Or listened to uh, something. <laughs> uh, like some weird combination of like a bizarre villain from a Dick Tracy movie and my <laughs> grandfather. Like, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on either. <laughs> In a world where episode 28 of Yo! MTG Taps is being hosted by Big Head Joe, Joey Pasco, and David Heilger of O2Drop.com. <laughs> Big Head Joe, <laughs> Joey Pasco, <laughs> and five-time Academy Award nominee David Heilger of O2Drop.com. You said playing Ty Cobb? <laughs> no, O2Drop.com. Oh, he said... You killed my movie trailer. And as Ty Cobb. As, <laughs> as Danny DeVito. <laughs> so at the PTQ on Saturday, I heard... Who won the PTQ? The, uh, Connor, actually. Connor of Connor's Corner on OG Drop. Um, he won the PTQ playing uh, Mono Red, which has been described by one of uh, one of the other writers on, on our site as uh, headbutting a door and hoping that it opens. So uh, there's a lot of door headbutting going on this yeah, weekend. Yeah, because a, a lot of people apparently found you know thousands of dollars behind these doors that open, yeah, blue, um, blue envelopes, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. So it was uh, that was that was really cool. We were really happy for him. Um, it was his it was his first top eight, incidentally. So you know for him to win it was pretty pretty huge. Had a PTQ. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. I mean he's been yeah. like he's had a bunch of near misses, but he's never top eighted. So congrats to him. That was you know yeah good good on totally him. sweet. Um, yeah. So uh, I think. This episode is pretty much going to be besides besides uh, you know some updates from the weekend's tournaments. We have a lot of M11 spoilers that we got basically starting Friday night uh, or or Thursday night midnight. You know, no, uh, yeah, more like Thursday night yeah. in the afternoon. Thursday afternoon because again the pooled spoilers were ruined. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. I don't know why why people. It's like, whatever. It I don't even care. Time. I don't even care anymore. It's yeah. like you know what, wizards, we're following the rules. Yeah. You know, Icon has exclusive spoiler now. We've been yeah. uh, following the rules for three sets of pulled spoilers, I think. Yeah. And uh, still no exclusive spoiler for Yo! MTG Taps. You'd think that, like, you know, I mean, I understand, you know. I mean, I guess, like, we'd have to be on, like, a big site like Star City Games or something to get, uh, you know, recognition for pulled mm. spo- oh, Wait. We are now. Well, we are now. We now but they we may are. have given them. They've probably already allocated them out. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We'll, we'll, it's not a big deal. We'll get yes, one eventually. Is. We'll get we one. We need one now. We want one now. We want. <laughs> we want a, We want an exclusive Rise of the Eldrazi spoiler <laughs> now. That's it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, let, let's talk about the tournaments for this weekend. Okay, cool. So we, we had the, the Star City Open in St. Louis. Which was pretty exciting. And just to, to plug another podcast, um, Eric from Monday Night Magic and Mr. Suitcase on the MTG Cast Network uh, did a bunch of uh, small, like, Mr. Podcasts. Suitcase episodes. Yeah, small small episodes of Mr. Suitcase. Um, it starts at number 16, and I think he's he may have posted, like, seven different ones. But, yeah. uh, you know, he interviews a bunch of people, Pete Huffling, um, Pat Chapin, Sam Black. I've only made it through, like, the first... Too so he's he did a lot and it's really cool to uh, it's just fun to listen to so uh, to check those out 
Shout out to Eric. So, um, Star City Open, St. Louis, Red Deck wins. And what yep. won that tournament? Red Deck. Huh, Red, Red Deck. Deck. Uh, the, guy, the guy's name was Red Deck. It was strange. He was playing John. Um, <laughs> no, it was uh, Joey Mispagel, Mispagel. Interesting top eight here. Actually, top 16. Out of the top 16 decks, uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six Jund, five Sovereign Mythics. That's that's 11 decks already. Uh, two Turbo Lands. That's 13. And then the other three were Cruel Control, Vengevine Naya, and Red Deck Wins, which obviously won. So, um, you know, I was saying to Joe earlier, it feels kind of like as healthy as things seem to be, mm-hmm. it seems like it's still the same... Either the same kind of they're all very aggressive strategies besides mm-hmm. cruel control. Although notably, one of the one of the mythic decks that features red, right? Yeah, one of the mythic decks did have red in it, um, but it you know it it almost feels like uh, Jund again is it's just such a good deck in well, general, and when there's such a variety in the format, Jund be Jund is the best all around deck. Yep. It can handle the most diverse amount of threat. Exactly. So, so Jund is now showing up again. Well, yeah, Jund was like Connor literally in his in I guess eleven total rounds of play played Jund eight times. Yeah, like, um, and so, he's playing red decks. Yeah, so I mean, which him. was yeah, he lost it once, and like it just I mean that's why I think I mean I don't know what the the, the metagame breakdown was in Star City, but but you know if there's a lot of Jund, red is a red is a fine choice but like the red decks of today are a lot different than than back in our day when we were yeah. you know younger and stuff and you could just turn jackal up sideways and stuff and there's a lot more decision making to be done in in red and i mean you know i guess like uh players who were better than me back when i used to play red as a, like a kid and stuff will tell you oh well there was always more decisions to be made but like like red is like the the red decks are right now aren't too forgiving of mistakes on either side of the board, so like if your opponent screws up, they're gonna lose. But if you screw up, you you could very well lose too. And it's not like like red, you know, like jund. A lot of times you can just kind of jund them and 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 get there, you know. But red, right. it's not 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 there so much. I mean, you just have to you know play tight with jund. But with red, it's it's really like like make, it, making the decision to hit a yeah. creature or their face yeah. is a big deal. Like if you could, if if you they've got something on on the board and you've got a lightning bolt and mm-hmm. they're at six, mm-hmm. do you? Kill that creature, and, and you know if, if the only card in your hand, the only burn in your hand is lightning bolt. Do you take out that creature and then just you know play the control game, or do you yeah. hit him in the head and then you top deck lightning bolt? Well, I, I, you know you have that decision to make because if you top deck land and you you had hit them to the head and got them to three, and now yep. that creature is going to kill you. Yep. It's it's you know it's a big choice. I mean it's such a uh, it's such a simple thing. And what they kill creature with or face. devastating yeah. summons, you know, like like whether to level Cargan Dragon Lord and how much, you know, like whether to represent you burn and stuff like it. It's a it's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more like like those levelers being at the levelers being at sorcery speed is is uh, it's pretty prolific. But like having played with Cargan Dragon Lord a lot more now, like they they absolutely made the right choice making them sorcery. Yeah. speed. I mean at instant speed they would be bonkers. Like there'd be no contest between yeah. them and Figure of Destiny. Um, specifically, like you know. The chronologist would be bonkers. Like it would, and would probably see standard play. Oh, absolutely! Because um, people would just run it out there yeah. and then just sit there with mana open, yeah. and, and level and, them all uh, the way, and at the end of your turn, yeah. it, you know, yeah. it triggers. Yeah, and then, uh, and then, you know, the the dragon lord would be bananas. Like the the Sunni warfare would be ridiculous too. It's it's <clears throat> they're 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 they made the right choice there. Yeah, definitely um, for sure. So so uh, so yeah, it just seems to me that. Um, 
that it, all the strategies seem to be very aggressive. And, and the interesting thing, I, I feel like, you know, a couple of weeks ago it was all talk about blue-white control and planeswalkers, and they're not anywhere to be found. I mean, there's there's planeswalkers, but I mean super friends as a deck. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no super friends in this top 16, no blue-white control, um, not even like a blue-white red control or something like that. I mean, it's like Turbo Land, which is a combo deck. Mythic, which is pretty much an aggro it's a, combo it's deck. It's a combo deck. Yeah. Right, it's a combo deck. Uh, Jund, which is mid, very mid-range, and then like, uh, you know, Red Deck wins, very aggressive. Vengevine Naya, pretty pretty aggressive as well. Um, so, it, it almost seems like, is the format getting a little stale just before it gets, you know, thrown into upheaval again with uh, with M11? That's oh, fine with me. Please don't tell me upheaval's getting Upheaval upheaved. is in M11. <laughs> That's a fact. 100% it's true. Spoiler off the top of my I heard head. it on the podcast, so it has to be true. <laughs> it's Upheaval and Psychotog, but Psychotog costs one black less. It's it actually, costs one black, period. There's actually, no, 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 it, it it's actually a creature called Upheavalatog, and it's uh, one black for a zero one, and when it when it enters the battlefield, it returns all other permanents to your, their yeah. other hands. It has the Upheaval. And then it has ET, the same When it, when it enters a battlefield yeah. or attacks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, you know, Red Deck wins the PTQ. Red Deck wins the Star City open, standard portion. Now, what won the Legacy portion? Uh, the Legacy uh, deck that won was uh, Thopter Top, which is... it's um, It it uses the the Thopter Sword combo that was popular and extended last season, um, but it also has, like, a toolkit, so it's it runs, like, Enlightened Tutors, um, and you've got, like, cards like Moat and... Uh, um, just you can you can basically search up any you know silver bullet enchantment and artifact you know depending upon how you decide to build the deck. Um, not entirely certain how he uh, how how he put his together. Um, I'm pulling up the list here now, but it's um you know the engine is enlightened tutor and counterbalance and and sensei's dividing top right. obviously is pretty pretty brutal. Exactly. Um, he's got like uh, you know engineer explosives. You got pithing needle which you can search up. Tormod script which you can search up. Uh, there's Moat, Oblivion Ring. Um, he actually runs... He's running three counterspells, which a lot of the lists uh, previously were running, like, one counterspell just to... It, almost just to be cute, but it's... it's where <laughs> Just to be cute. It's I want to like, make this deck a little cute. Like, the Mind Sculptor is, is in there. Jace is in there twice, um, which is cool. Um, you run, like, Seed of the Synod as a one-of, just so if you need land, you can tutor for it. Um, it's just a really, really, like, versatile control deck that has, you know, the Thopter Sword combo is... is just good. Yeah. Know, so I mean, it's just a bunch of combos. It's yeah. got top and, and counterbalance, yeah. Thopter, Sword. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, Thopter Depths yeah. took two combo decks and kind yeah. of put them together. And then as the, the, the Mystical Tutor banning hadn't hadn't happened yet as of this tournament, mm-hmm. they had things like um, you have uh, either Storm Cannon is out of the board because they can't really, Ad Nauseam doesn't do anything around that and you can tutor it up. Um, Wait, Mystical... Mystical Tutor is banned in Legacy as of the 1st of July. I thought it was banned... Oh, is it as of the 1st yeah, of July? Yeah, it was as of the 1st of July. Oh, so yeah. it was still legal in this tournament. Yeah. 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 Oh, so okay. It was legal. Huh. Um, and then, like, uh, things like um, Humility, which is the, the two and what... Two, is it yeah, two white white? All creatures are 1-1 one, one and have no abilities? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, like, it just just a bunch of different things that you can that you can search up. Um, to fight, uh, to fight exactly, Reanimator and, yeah, and Ad Nauseam, just yeah, so that yeah, there's uh, a Tormod's Crypt and and uh, some relics in the in the board, Extirpate in the board, which you can't really search up, but um, I think it actually it might run Mystical Tutor. Um, interestingly, though, there is in the top sixteen, there's no Reanimator, 
Um, People are already moving on. Seems yeah, like. it's it's uh, it's we got we got uh, flapper top, uh, fish, fish, goblins, goblins, which is crazy. The two goblins list that made it. Um, uh, Belcher, uh, Zoo, Show and Tell, Team America, which is not at all what you think. Uh, zoo, <laughs> uh, an alluring combo deck that was designed by Conley Woods and played by himself and uh, Scott Bilek. I don't know who Scott Bilek is personally, but he's apparently some guy from the Midwest or from out there. Yeah. Who uh, who you know Conley Woods knows. Um, I want to see that. I want to know what that deck is. I know he had Moss War Bridge. Yeah. Oh, they were playing Moss War. Really, really, really cool. It was I basically like Eldrazi and. Oh, Moss actually, Warbridge. no. I'm sorry. That's it's. I don't think that is that deck. Um, okay. It's, but I'll, uh, but I, I'll, I'll yeah, actually, because Conley was playing yeah, some sort of was, Esper, in his, or is that the... That's no, that was the standard. standard. He was playing standard. Esper with, um, with Persecutor. Yeah. Um, if you, that's a... He has a deck tech. Yeah, he has a deck tech on, uh, on, the, on the Legacy page, but it's a really, really cool deck. Um, Conflict Stream Halls, Goblins, Merfolk, Zoo, and Bank Control, which is... I'm not entirely certain whether that's, uh, whether that's something similar to um, Natural Order Progenitus or something like New Horizons, but... I mean, Legacy, it's cool that people are, and, and Legacy players are kind of like this, they'll, I mean, if a banning's coming up, then they'll just start playing, you know, around it now, right. um, because the the format doesn't change regularly enough that you want to just, like, you know, be, be playing a deck that you're, you know, one deck this week and another deck next week. I mean, the, the, the Grand Prix is in less than, or yeah, just over just, a month. It's around, yeah, it's like So, I mean, you, you may as well get clock as many hours as you can with the deck that you want to play there if you if you intend to play. Um, yeah, this this deck, it looks just a lot like uh, the deck called New Horizons, which is like a deck with uh, Knight of the Royal Aquarium and Terraform. Um I don't really see the difference between this and New Horizons other than, like, uh, I guess there's engineered explosives in this, but I don't know if New Horizons typically runs that or not. Um... It's essentially it's in Terravore deck and Metal Reliquary runs things like that, uh, Tarmogoyf. But um, yeah, Collingwood's deck was really cool. It ran Mosswort Bridge. Yeah, here it is. It's Show and Tell. Yeah, it was a kind of deck, and it, yeah. it he ran four copies of Mosswort Bridge mm-hmm. and like uh, four Phyrexian Dreadnought and uh, for the Dreadnoughts. Three Emrakul and one Vendillion Click and form of, form of the Dragon. Um, so the things that you would cheat into play with 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 oh Mossword that was bridge. in the sideboard no it's in the no, no, no I didn't even see it I yeah. didn't see it sorry so the things you can cheat in with the Mossword bridge are Emrakul and and form of the dragon mm-hmm. and the way the, uh, the the way the deck worked is you can stifle you can either stifle the dreadnought trigger which gives you a turn to 12, 12 trample or you can play the play the dreadnought and in response you cast uh, you cast the Mossword bridge you trigger the Mossword bridge off the uh, to to make Emrakul and then mm-hmm. you have Emrakul and the Dreadnought. Yeah. Um, and you like if you choose to sacrifice Emrakul, you can just take another turn. Why, although why you would do that, I, I'm not entirely certain. Yeah. But, uh, but like, um, but then you get you have you know Emrakul, and you take another turn. You annihilate six, and uh, they uh, pretty yeah. much scoop it up at that point. They can't like you. There's not really much you can do against a, a resolved Emrakul if it's if it's hard cast uh, in Legacy that early on. Um, and then you can also get Form of the Dragon into play, which a turn two Form of the Dragon is a huge problem too, because um, there's not a the enchantment removal is high quality, but like it's a matter of actually having it. And in game one, a lot of people don't. So um, Form of the Dragon ends up being pretty good. And against like decks like blue, uh, like, yeah. like blue decks, uh, like like for example, Jacob Van Lunen's deck uh, <laughs> that he played at the, the yeah. uh, Philadelphia um, Feeling Blue, yeah, <laughs> um, with the back to basics, and it was just mono blue, like. I think that deck gets a lot better um, uh, moving forward. I mean, it's not 
not because like like the aggressive strategies get better too. Like Zoo gets gets a lot better, um, so that hurts it. But what helps it is that you get um, like lands gets a lot better, and that deck just like lands can't beat back to basics. Right, right. Um, so, so like that deck getting stronger, um, just uh, is is I think a good reason to wait. What was I talking about? Hold on. Oh yeah, the form of the dragon though we can't right. really deal with other than by balancing it. So yeah, uh, and then when they're at five life, they just play form of the dragon some other way or, or like show intelligent play or whatever. So right, yeah, it's a it's a really cool deck. Collingwood's is you can always count on to come with something awesome. To yeah, come, you know he's. But now we were talking about mashing combos together, but Flores did an entire article yeah. about it uh, just this past week on the Mothership. Unfortunately, and um, mentioned us. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah that right. was cool. Yeah, Unfortunately, he, he wrote that article, and I I played that Naya conscription list and just not <laughs> didn't work. New throwing the. No, uh, I lost to John three times. Yeah, yeah. And John's just like, oh, cute combos while I win. Like, yeah. Well, John was like, Spark Mages are funny. And yeah. I'm just like, kind of proceeded to bash in with right axes and. Not care, yeah, but uh, but it was definitely it was it was a cool article because he was just talking about how you know how thought their depths mashed those two combos together, and then you know he showed historically those kind of things showing up, and uh, it was pretty neat. Um, so you know you can read more about that on what top decks from Thursday the uh, the twenty fourth of June if you want to check that out. Um, so. Uh, Let's see. So we, like we said, we had Red Deck wins this. Red Deck won uh, the PTQ in Philly. Philly. Zane Beg uh, also mm. won a PTQ with Red Deck wins, oh, and really? apparently the same exact list that won the same exact sixty that won Star City. So um, it's you know apparently this weekend was definitely Red's time. Now next weekend I don't know because then everybody's going to be prepared for Red. It just feels like I mean I was thinking about it. Before this weekend, I was thinking red seems good. I wasn't thinking red deck wins. I was thinking red seems good against Turboland. So maybe splashing red or, or running, you know, red as a secondary color would be a good idea. And I think obviously that was, you know, just taking it all the way. These red decks just, you know, took the ball and ran with it. But I really wonder how long that's going to, you know, be the case. Because obviously people are just going to jump right on the red bandwagon. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I'm kind of curious what what we see next. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is still a fairly inexpensive deck to build, and it's it's consistent. Mm-hmm. So you you know, it's it's if you're if you don't know what you're doing and you want to just sleep something up, um, I don't think red's a bad choice for a PTQ. But I do feel like people are going to be kind of gunning for it or, or yeah. expecting it more. Yeah, definitely. So uh, before we move on to uh, the M11 spoilers. Which is, I think, going to take up a big chunk of the uh, the show, pretty much the entire rest of the show. I wanted to mention a couple things. Um, one, we got an email from uh, Kenyon, who uh, who disagrees with all of us and John about the um, about the draft top eight, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought he had you know an interesting argument, and I, and I wrote back to him, but I kind of wanted to mention it on the cast. Um, so I'll read his email. I must say I strongly disagree with your guys' position on draft top eight. While I don't disagree that more players want deck lists from Constructed, I don't think it necessarily televises any better than Limited, and I think most pros would agree that Draft is more skill-testing than Constructed. Constructed is so much about matchups that oftentimes the matches themselves are anticlimactic. Whereas Draft matches open themselves up for more chances for the pros to take advantage of skill. 
I'm not necessarily going to say that Constructed is more luck-based, but the skill of reading the metagame is one that happens before the tournament begins. I do think that once a tournament begins, Constructed is more luck-based than Limited. And that, in the end, is the real reason that they have to have at least one draft top 8. Even if it is slightly less interesting for fans, as far as the players go, it's necessary to have it. Um, and, and um, you know, I, I wrote back, we expected people to, or at least I expected people to disagree with us. I, I know it was, when I posted it on Twitter, which was a couple days before we recorded that, um, I feel like I, all I got were disagreements. I don't think anybody was like, yeah, I agree. It just seemed like everybody was like, no, draft top eight, you know, they got to have it. And I'm offended by your your opinion. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, as, as you suggested, Joe, um, Wizards could satisfy a lot of people by doing some video coverage before the top eight, for example, showing interesting feature matches. Um, I, I think really... They did a couple... Deck techs, didn't deck, they? Deck techs are, are, are one thing, but I want to watch people play. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. They definitely do, do the deck techs, but I think they, and you suggested it as well, like, I think doing more video coverage of standard, or, or whatever the constructed portion happens to be. It's not like they're like, oh, oh you know, hey, it's it's almost Sunday night, uh, when is your flight arriving into San Juan, you know, like, yeah. video coverage team, it's like... You know they're there all week. Right, right. The video crew is there. It's they're not like there. they don't have it. I guess because they must only set it up for the, uh, you know, the, the the top eight. That you know, and and I think their setup is a lot more involved than something like GG's Live. But why don't they, you know, pare it down a little bit and make it just bring something like GG's Live has and do coverage, do some video coverage that way. They don't necessarily have to have the whole huge setup where they got. You know, the camera's moving around, and welcome to the top eight of Pro Tour San Juan. It's like the sweeping view of the entire, like, arena with the Planeswalker symbol. They don't need to do that, but, I mean, give us something like GG's Live has, because that's, people love that. People love GG's Live. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, with the money they saved from cutting a Pro Tour in the most profitable year in the history of Magic the Gathering, they could use that to, uh, you know, pay their video coverage guys a little extra, maybe buy an extra camera and a, and a tripod or something. Yeah, or maybe just have GG's Live go and do it. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, actually, um, Eric from MTG Cast did that, uh, did a, an interview with Rashad Miller from GG's Live. And I mean, I'm sure the, the setup is expensive, but it's not like anything. It's not expensive to a company like Wizards of the Coast who can can probably you know can throw that kind of money into that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a small setup like that. It, obviously, GG's live. You know, it's it's not some huge production. It, it's it's the basics. He's got his laptop. He's got the camera and and, and the way to set it up. And you know, what, it, I don't think Wizards would really have a big problem doing that. But they probably charge him a baggage fee though. So they probably the ba- yeah exactly. They probably couldn't. Afford but they could fly on Southwest. With bags fly bags free. Fly free. There right. you go. True. So, uh, yeah, th- thanks, Kenyon, for the email. We, we appreciate getting some feedback, especially mm-hmm. when it's... Uh, Dead wrong. Exactly. Kenyon. Dead wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we actually agreed in yeah. the end that we, we should just have more video coverage. Yeah, sure. Right. Um, they should do te- deck techs of the limited decks, I feel. I feel yeah, like deck techs. So, like, so, so what like, were you so thinking? What, well, were you, uh, what exactly did you choose to play here? Well, uh, you know, he opened... Uh, Two Ulamogs uh, and three Eldrazi temples, so I thought that was a direction that I needed to go. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think more coverage in general would be good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, more video coverage. I want to watch more games. That's really yeah. all it is. And I would have no complaints about a limited top eight being webcast if they were webcasting, you know, on Saturday during the constructed portion. Uh, you know, that would I might be I might be making a big gaffe here. Maybe it's just something I don't that exists that I don't know about. But another thing that they should do, I feel, is like PTQs that happen online. Uh, and like big events that happen online, mm-hmm. they should make the replays like video files. That would be pretty and cool. And put them because you can watch them on Moto, but you can't watch them on like Wizard Site or YouTube or anything like right. that. So they just like made them video files and like like threw them on the YouTube. Yeah, I, I was saying that. Would... Just like I mean, maybe just the top eight and like the like like of those events because obviously you can't make every. There's every so game. many yeah. Yeah, events going on or whatever, but but no, the top eight yeah. would, and that's something I was actually talking on Twitter with Mold Drifting, uh-huh. Lauren Lee, uh, you know, because she was she must have been watching it or, or somebody was watching mm-hmm. it and they were tweeting about it, and I'm like, I want to watch this, but yeah. I don't have Moto on my Mac. Yeah, so although I have a, I have a friend who has an iMac who runs Moto. He has yeah. like parallels or something. Yeah, like I mean, there's ways to do it, but okay. for every way I've heard, it sounds like it's just atrocious. Okay. It's, it's like it's you know it's it's not anywhere near as good as running it on on a Windows computer, which okay. isn't anywhere near as good as a Mac in general, which is why I don't use Windows computers. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, PCs, which is what they're It appears called. that your pretentiousness has come back to bite you, hasn't it? Exactly. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, you know, if I have to choose between, you know, using Apple products... And, and playing Magic every and, day. And risking your entire relationship right, and everything never... that you hold dear <laughs> because you actually have access to uh, Magic the Gathering online. Yeah. I, I think you've made the right choice in life, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So, But, no, I really... I hope they... I hope they that they are m- moving forward to... Day 72. I haven't seen the sun <laughs> yeah. in well over two weeks. <laughs> Goofing left beard is three feet long. <laughs> that's a damn good beard. <laughs> yeah, for 70 days, that's nice. Yeah, so, uh, no, I, I just really hope, I know they're doing the silver light thing they were working on and, like, getting it browser-based. I really hope that that's coming soon. I really, they need to green light that shit, yeah, son. Yeah, green light that uh, silver light. Oh, nice, nice. Respect knuckles. <laughs> so, uh, so another topic, you know, that, uh, that has come to my attention anyway recently, and it's the, uh, the FNM promo for is it July is anathem anathemancer yeah right uh, and people of course are complaining because like while anathemancer is at least a playable card it's not really being played and it rotates in a few months and uh, and I agree I think it's it's frustrating to see the uh, the cards that are chosen as promos well, in general I think people would had would have found a reason to complain if it was counterspell. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, well, the art are... sucks. There's terrible art on well, that counter I'm not just looking like, in general. Speaking of I mean... which, the new Anathemancer is actually unplayable because when it comes into play, it kills itself because it looks so terrible. It is an ugly... <laughs> it is the worst looking... It is an ugly ass art. It is horrible. But it is going to be fairly... It could be fairly relevant in the new Extended, especially if five-color control comes I guess. Yeah. But FNM is standard. Why are they giving out cards for... Well, they gave out CloudPost, like... Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. So why are they... Are hot they, speculation is that there might be some locusts in uh, in Scars, which, who cares, but... Yeah, maybe, maybe, but... But I, I'm just saying... Like, just thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> they push FNM as a standard thing, and mm-hmm. why are they... They tend to print these cards that either are unplayable, or not, you know, just get fringe play, or just... Uh, or are about to rotate, or sometimes some combination... Of yeah. the three, um, I just 
feel like why don't they do something where uh, why don't instead of F and M promos being cards that are currently in print, why not spoil a card for with, as an F and M promo? Why not make the F and M promo for May be Jace's ingenuity? It people are like, wow, there's an M eleven spoiler, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the only place to get it is FNM. It's not playable. Cloudpost isn't legal either, so it's not mm-hmm. like people are like, well, I'm going to play it in my deck. You know, it's not... You, they're obviously not concerned with that, so they could spoil, you know, commons, not necessarily rares. Un- uncommons. Uncommons. That's what I mean. Yeah. Commons are uncommons. So they, they use Jace's Ingenuity for May, and then June they use Liliana's Caress, and July they use, uh, you know, Garrett's Garrett's pack leader. Garrett. Right. No, I'm <laughs> Just, I mean, they could even do it like, like, because uh, I feel like the F and M, the the cards that you get, they could even make them like exclusive cards that are only legal in like Eternal and like EDH. Because I feel like a lot of the cards, like Lightning Greaves and stuff like that, that went right into EDH decks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Elvis Visionary is fairly irrelevant in Standard and has been since the rotation of uh, Lorwyn, but in Extended, um, Elves is it has been a deck and and is is a, a deck again. So it's it's. Um, I think, you know, that's kind of cool. Like, I mean, I have an Elvish, an Elvish, yeah, an Elvish Visionary in my EDH deck, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I play, I have, like, an affinity for Elves as far as, like, uh, 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 Extended goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I don't, I don't think there'd be any problem doing something like that, and then that would give an excuse for players who play other formats to come to FNM. You know, if, like, if you're a player who wants to play, uh, you know, Vintage, for example, and they've got some cool card that just happens to interact really cool with uh, with uh, Force of Will. I don't know, whatever. You just you know, if this card is exiled from your hand, return it to play during. So, like, actually design new cards. Yeah, just design new cards and just do it like here and there, and and and, like I mean, don't make them degenerate, but you could afford to make like a mistake here and there because they're only legal in Vintage and Legacy and EDH. You know, and the EDH players would love it, and a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of the crowd that you're trying to attract to FNM, I feel like, you know? Yeah, and, that, and that's true. Although that might get confusing for the, the new players. Yeah. But like, but it's got to be confusing for them to get a cloud post, because they get a cloud post, and they're like, okay, cool. And, like, they've got a deck that's just, like, their cards, you know? This yeah. is my collection, this is my, my deck. Yeah. They throw a cloud post in there, and you're just like, bro, you're, uh... You're DQ'd and never come back. You know, like yeah. they get permanently banned because they're playing at Cloudpost. But I mean, that's so, something. That, yeah, exactly. That's something. Yeah. Not, not even with just Cloudpost, but somebody just yeah. showing up with their collection yeah. could end up going, yeah, and yeah. here's, you know, Cavern Harpy or something. Yeah. Because somebody just gave me yeah. this card and I threw it in my blue black deck. Is that, was that an FNM bro? No, I just oh, okay. randomly set a card from Invasion. Or Plane Shift, exactly. Yeah. I got a game but, lost once for playing a Savior's card the week before Savior's. Yeah. Uh, Partly yes, my fault because you were like, I need to. It was like you were playing like a mono green deck. And it, was, it was mono it was green sec- snakes, uh-huh. and it was what was it? Sakura. It was one of the Sakura cards. It was like tap it to play but, a land. To play a land. Yeah. Right. No, we're back then. We're uh, I'd say that like it's so long ago, but like were, 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 well, were decks or were, were did de- did uh, did cards become legal? Like no, a month it, after it, yeah, the release, almost, or it was exactly. like three or four. It was weeks like after two the weeks. Yeah, it was like a week or two after the release. Okay, yeah, yeah, because so, yeah, yeah, because so that's what now they're just legal. As of the launch party. The launch party, yeah. yeah. Right, so we had a bunch of cards, and he was like, oh, I need to borrow some of those from you. I'm like, sure, here you go, and I gave them to you to run, and you go to play, and then you got... I played one, and I I was like, oh, Oh, you realize that I thought, like... I can't remember if I did or the opponent did. It doesn't matter. Either way, I was like... Yeah, you're you're totally right, and I totally blanked on it. Yeah, and so did I, because you said I it to me. Like, like, I was uh, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like trying to pull a fast one or anything. I did pull a fast one once. I had a uh, I had an opponent who was uh, 
He was playing against me at the Sunday tournament, the Sunday cash tournament, and I was playing fairies at the time, and he was playing this, like, monogreen aggro deck that, like, it ran around the elves' engine, but it didn't do anything, like, like infinite or anything. It just put, just crap creatures onto the board. And so, uh, game one, he plays, like, a forest land where else go, or forest, uh, uh nettle sentinel go, and then, uh, he plays snow-covered forest, and this is right after cold snap had rotated, and I was like, uh, judge, and then... And then he's like, what's up? And I was like, snow-covered lands are illegal. And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you can't play snow-covered forests. They, they rotated. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, they're just forests. And I was like, I, I got to call a judge and see what he says. Knowing full well that the judge has to say game loss because it's, you know, just illegal. Um, and then and I was like, and like, I saw his deck the round before, and holy crap was I dead if he, if he, had, uh, if, if he had got that game. Because I got that game, and then the next game I just like... He just beat me in like three turns, and then game three I got him because it was fairies. But man, he like it was. It would have not been a contest. If, yeah. If, if, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was still technically the right yeah. thing to do. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you pulling yeah, a bigger turn. Yeah. Like you a bigger turn. Yeah. Co- if it wasn't like you playing the snow covered land and hiding it, yeah. realizing I mean, it was crap. I if you were like, it. if you were someone I knew or like were like a close friend or something, I'd be like, dude, just switch them out and we'll. Well, yeah, or something. yeah. But like, or switch them out as you draw them. But like, or we'll switch them out after the match. I don't care. But, you know, a random stranger. Some of you didn't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Rules are rules. You, yeah. you know, you know them, and sometimes you can... Uh, no takesies backs. Use them to, uh, you to your advantage. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, like... But any, anyway, back to the, the promo thing. Yeah. I, I just think that doing something like that would not... It would be exciting for everybody because it would be a spoiler from an sure. upcoming set. It would be... Um, and so, even if it's not playable in standard, at least it's a new card that people mm-hmm. didn't know about. And so, sure. and it's the only place to get it is FNM. Yeah. So, if you do want it, you can get them early, and they're only uncommon. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're gonna not sell packs because they gave away sure. uncommon. You know, and, and even if they don't even need to be um, necessarily alternate art, although that would be nice. Yeah. I think they should be. But yeah. it, it, you know, I think that would be something that would really make a, almost everybody happier mm-hmm. that on the whole than what they're doing now when I'm getting curse of wizardry and crap well, that wasn't you know? an FNM yeah that but was I mean a, yeah. but what, the I don't ridiculous they promos they give out Path is kind of cool but Path like, is flavorful yeah. and like you know curse yeah. of wizardry though it's just like I mean maybe this is a situation where they know something we don't but uh but yeah it's just like this random, just awful dart horde of uncommon. No, yeah, I put them in my bicycle spokes, That's and it had really it, it, like the new one does have really sweet art. I'll yeah, that, like the, the, the promo one, but it's like playable. Right, I, you, you literally cannot play with it. It's just not. It doesn't even fit in my sleeves. It's that. Yeah, it's just too, it's so bad. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't work. Well, no, so. what's no? Just out of curiosity, because again, like I was I was uh, for the uninitiated. I was on hiatus from like onslaught to to. Let's call it future site. What was, were cloud posts ever played? Yes. Yeah, yeah. There was okay. a twelve post deck, like tooth and nail. Uh-huh. Was there were there was a version that ran? I think actually like the Tron. earlier versions went went with cloud posts, and uh-huh. then they switched to Tron. Tron. Okay. Or it was kind of like a, you know, I'm some just, ran cloud posts, some ran. It just it just Tron. to be clear, because like I feel like it would be better if they it, like like also if you know if they. Because it might just be logistically weird to make to print a card from a future set mm-hmm. in a in uh, something as mass produced as uh, FNM. Because like usually in like the from the vaults they have something from the newer the set that's about to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I think maybe they could do something like uh, just a, instead of doing a card that like 
was iconic and standard three months ago or four months ago because I feel like that's the problem is that it's like when they when they do a standard card, um, they're they're going to be playing catch up or they're going to be just hoping for the best and like kind of speculating when they you know when they make a card that's in standard. Um, so like Bloodbraid Elf was a little bit past its prime when when they made it and it, Bloodbraid yeah. Elf is still a great card. Bloodbraid Elf, Elf is more but, the exception yeah. rather than the rule two. And it's like, still rotating yeah. in a few months. And Cryptic they hit like right on the head. Unfortunately, but like right. Cryptic Command, but but like Anathemancer is just like swinging a miss, you know, and it's a, or at least for standard. So why not do something where they're like, all right, we've got this list of cards that we consider to be iconic, and these are going to be the FNM promos, you know, like like and just like you know, here's Counterspell, here's Source of Plowshares, here's uh, you know, just cards that would be you know, you'd go in and you'd definitely be getting a ten dollar card if you if you if you top four the FNM or whatever, yeah. um, and. It's just something cool. It'd be it'd be it'd be attractive to traders. It'd be EDH players would want them because they're foil cool like cool cards. Yeah, you know you could get things like uh, you know and, and then like when things come in that that become iconic new stuff like like Path Exile and Blood Raid Elf would be perfect. You know like fine choices for for newer promo cards. Right. Um, Cryptic Command would be a fine choice, uh, but like like Wrath of God was good. Damnation was good. Right. They they did that. Yeah. It was like for um, a couple of years. It seemed like because they just do like one new one a year, yeah. wasn't it? So it was yeah. Wrath of God first. Yeah, wasn't it? Then it was damnation. Yeah, damnation. Then it was cryptic command. Yeah. And then it was lightning bolt. Yeah, well, like, it was, I mean lightning bolts. At least lightning bolt. I feel like that's what you want. Yeah, lightning bolt is an FNM would be a perfect FNM. Not as yeah. your I played twenty well, events <laughs> to to get a Aaron, lightning Aaron bolt. Aaron Forsyth pulled the uh, pulled the. We're doing you guys a favor by giving you player rewards. Saying when people complained about lightning bolt, he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry that the free card that we sent you wasn't good enough." Which you know, I kind of understand. No, I, I get that. But just, but, but it's just like you set this precedent of like. Here's Damnation, here's Wrath of God, here's Cryptic Card, uh, Cryptic, Cryptic Card, <laughs> here's Cryptic Command. These are three of the, you know, three of the most important rares in Standard in, a, in an environment where they're, the highest rarity is is rare, and here's Lightning Bolt, I'm sure you have a thousand of them. Right. You know, like, it um, was like the sweetest possible Lightning Bolt art ever. You like it, the new one? The uh, the alternate one? I think it's I think it's great. I feel is it isn't it like like weird Nickel Bolas's hand like creeping out of the sky just shooting someone or something? I, like, I don't understand looks, what's going on. I, don't I think it looks awesome. Yeah. Like I think it's a really cool looking card. Mm-hmm. I think it has really great art. Um, I think it's a fine full art promo card, even in foil. Yeah. Even yeah. in foil, I think it's fine. But it, it is weird. But yeah. they set this precedent of like yeah. you know chase rare, chase rare, chase rare, common. Yeah. Right. It's it just, just like doesn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, people shouldn't complain about free cards. Yeah. You know, but like when you, but when you set it up that way, mm-hmm. like you set a precedent yourself. Right. You know, we don't set the precedent. Yeah. You, we don't choose the cards, yeah. and then they go, "Well, that could be a good idea, but we're going to give you this instead." Well, if they want us to choose the cards, they can just email us at yomtgtaps at gmail dot com, and we'll 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 discuss. Well, I mean, it. We'll and, come and, up with something. but they they were they were <laughs> they were right at the right time. It was like when they made lightning bolt. The perfect card to give away would have been Maelstrom Pulse. Because oh, that was like, been fantastic. It was like, you know, like, because because it was like, Maelstrom Pulses were, were pretty pretty expensive, but not expensive to the point where people are going to be like, crap, now I can't, you know, get rid of my Maelstrom Pulses, you know? Yeah. Like, like, Cryptic Commands didn't really suffer too much from the from the, the promo cryptics. Mm-hmm. The, crypt, the promo cryptics just weren't, weren't as highly valued. Right. Um, and when they were hot, they were they were pretty hot anyway. Yeah. But like Maelstrom Pulse was just at a point where it was like it was like twenty three dollars, and it was like far and away the most expensive rare in standard. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, 
you know, Maelstrom Pulse is like a, you know, a really cool spell that people people will it'll encourage people to play in 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 F- or in, 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 in all different events, events, right? Um, to get to get a foil one, and like whereas with Lightning Bolt, I like I like the idea of Lightning Bolt. I I mean, I'm not a gigantic fan of the art, but I I, I don't hate it. I don't like an Aphromancer. I just on the record hate the art, but but yeah. the Lightning Bolt is just like kind of. I, I love the M11 art. I think it's, it's oh probably, yeah. Like yeah, I'm, I was spoiled by the M, or the M10. Art yeah, yeah. Art. The um, current art. Yeah, yeah and uh, but uh, you, you know if they'd made Maelstrom balls and done like a, either a full art of, of that picture because I, I like the what they were doing for a while with like Cryptic how it was the same artist and they they just like reinterpreted it. And, yeah, you know and and like the Terror for example like was awesome the way he just. Oh yeah, the the guy cowering in the corner. Yeah, and um, it's so. I, I don't know. I feel like Melson Boss would have been like a great choice. You can't. I guess you can't really do a creature, right? I mean, or they haven't done one like a, a Texas yeah, creature. Right. They really haven't. Be, it would be really confusing because you'd have power toughness and then no abilities, <laughs> right? Like, but kind of no, I'm serious. It does this. Neither the really great. It gets plus one, plus one for each land card. I'm serious. <laughs> but at the same time, cryptic yeah, command, cryptic right? command. Is yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like. There are well, four modes. I well, mean, they like, could have done, done Cruel Ultimatum at the time they did Lightning Bolt, and, and that would have been like Cruel Ultimatum is, is wordy, but like it would have been awesome. You yeah, know, like it would have been really cool. And the art, art. I'm the sure thing is, you you play in twenty events, you should know what these cards do, exactly. right? It, that's exactly. the thing. Like you played in twenty events and didn't see this card ever. Well, Never, you don't know what it does. It's funny. Really? Uh, John Ugal got his uh, his player rewards for this quarter um, in the mail, uh-huh. and he was showing them to his girlfriend, who, who may or may not exist. Because funny side story, John Ugal's girlfriend, right? I'm like, I'm like, what's your girlfriend's name? Because I just wanted to like see a picture of her or something, and he wasn't showing her a picture, so I was gonna look her up on the uh, on the Facebook, <laughs> and uh, she goes, and he's like, I'm not telling you. I was like, show me a picture because I don't believe she exists. So he shows me this picture of her, and it's this 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 fairly attractive chick now. Like it's, it's she's far away. She's like she's like 50 feet away on a campsite, like, in front of a tent. And I'm like, I'm like, now how do I know that's your girlfriend and not just a girl you found attractive at the next campsite you took a picture of? Because she's, like, looking away and stuff like that. And I'm just like... And so, like, there's this, like, running gag that his girlfriend may or may not exist. And, like, since then he showed me other pictures. But they're all very ambiguous. Like, nothing with him in the picture. It's um, her shoe. So, yeah, exactly. See, that? no, that's a girl's hand, bro. That's a girl's hand. <laughs> so... It's, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm telling you like what he's going to say to this he's going to like, real funny Dave that's a real good joke I'm glad that you decided to keep going with that no 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 it's funny keep saying it no it's funny because he's a master anti-troll he is the best person at anti-trolling but anyway so he was showing his girlfriend the, the, uh, the card she's like well how do you know what it does she has like a vague understanding of how to play magic I think he, they played a couple games or whatever and um, she's like how do you know what it does and he's like he's like well you know to get these cards, you need to play in a certain number of events, and they're they're iconic cards, so most of them players know what they do. And she's like, she's like, yeah. And if you're playing that much Magic and you don't know what it does, you shouldn't be playing Magic anyway. <laughs> and I was just like, she's a baller, you know. Like, but yeah, I I, I I tend to concur with that. But yeah, I guess with a creature, with templating would be really weird for that because yeah. I mean, he's having this blank creature too, too, and the it's not like Relic nobody plays terrible. Yeah, it's not like nobody plays spells anyway. Yeah, you know, these exactly. are play, and you, they could even do lands. That would have been neat during the Zendikar mm-hmm. block, right? Like, yeah. let's make Valid they still could, yeah, something. Yeah. I, and I'm sorry, they, yeah. they, they they could still do that, but uh, you know, some sort of iconic land mm-hmm. uh, that would be neat. But in in reference to the these are free, don't mm-hmm. complain kind mm-hmm. of idea, like I feel like I understand that that's you know the snap response to that kind mm-hmm. of thing, but 
uh, you know, hey, I'm going to make you guys dinner, and it's terrible. Don't complain. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's such an extreme. It is very extreme. Apologies to Aaron okay. Forsyth. It's, 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 not, it's not like... I don't, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like, like okay, I'm not complaining so much as I'm trying to give some heavily criticism. critical constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like it, it's, it was nice to get it, and I'm happy that mm-hmm. I got a, you know, a free card and a bunch of free cards, etc. See, the way I look at it is, I'm sorry to cut you off. The Go way ahead. I look at it is, if you don't like it. Trade it for something you want. Yeah, that's and when I they came out, when they yeah. came out, there were there were you know fifteen twenty bucks. So uh-huh. I mean, they're still they're still you know you're still getting value out of them. Yeah, um, that's straight up what I, I did. Right. It's yeah. just and like I said, it's more like constructive criticism. But uh, you know, if you're if you're advertising, hey, do this and get free cards. Mm-hmm. You can't make crappy free cards and then expect people not to complain. Like we did this because we were expecting these awesome free cards and you gave us crappy free cards mm-hmm. like Curse of Wizardry or yeah. you know crappy FNM. You know things that. And I, you know, of course, it's it's all it's all relative. Like, who thinks it's crappy? I'm sure somebody mm. is very excited about sure. Curse of Wizardry, but I really think that's a minimal amount of people. And when I would actually, I would actually like to to, I would to take to that to task. Somebody, I would, yeah. if people are really excited about Curse of Wizardry, they should email all of us and, yeah. and let us know why. And then they should hit the eject button from the planet because no, no <laughs> one, no one. Where is, is that button? Anywhere? I don't know. Yeah. You find it. Dog Breath, Minnesota. While we're on the topic of full art cards, have you seen one of the new cards that got spoiled um, as one of the new full art non-foil cards? Harrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Harrow is one of the new ones. I did see that, yeah. And Burst Lightning. Harrow and Burst Lightning. Nice. Burst Lightning looks really sick. The Harrow looks really sick. They're both really And he didn't get a foil? Uh, he got foil lightning. It's it's lightning bolt. Still, still lightning yeah. bolt. So the the next one will be it will be nice. We should we should have fun speculating what the next card is going to be. Jace mm. the Mind Sculptor. Oh, that'd be weird. <laughs> like, that, that would be that would be tough. To a planeswalker with no ability. It's just four. It'd just be like <laughs> or three. It comes yeah. with three. What's up? I'm a boss. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, what would like? What's even the card now? I mean, like all bets are off with regards to rarity, but uh, like. Yeah, that's true. What do you, what, I mean, what would we? What, what, it, it would be something from Zendikar forward. So. Right. What is realistic, and and we would like. Like, is there something? It, if you're gonna do a creature, I mean, you do Baneslayer, right? Well, I mean, that would be nice, but I, I wonder that you know. I mean, I, mean, I, I, think, I can't I think, think of a more that. iconic yeah, creature I, right now. Yeah, I, I don't um, know. But I, I, I let's I assume it's non-creature. Do, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're gonna do creature. Um, um, spells. I mean, they could do mana leak, but they did that. That's an yeah. uncommon, and that they've yeah. done that. That's in. already been done. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's yeah. that's what I should there be getting. Full art mana leaks. Yeah, I've I don't got, think I have I've any of those. I may have one. I it's don't it's know. the one with Raiden on it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say all is dust. All this dust would be really that cool. would be and flavorful and, and yeah and it would go along yeah, it would, yeah. you know skip the lightning bolt but you got you know the yeah you go from common to myth. right white wrath black wrath blue wrath skip yeah. the lightning bolt this should have been chain reaction right um, and and then uh, or earthquake you know, earthquake would have been good yeah, yeah. colorless wrath to, yeah. to all this yeah. dust colorless wrath so and then we'll be getting the green wrath next of uh, no uh, they've already specified I think uh, somebody said on Twitter no you will not be getting a green wrath yes. yeah. <laughs> Well, Windstorm, perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Tranquility. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> that's a little underwhelming. <laughs> so I don't know. Just just some ideas and and what dark steel doing. reactor. That's my that's my serious guess. Nuh-uh. I really wish there was a cricket in the room at the time. I know, right? <laughs> like a tumbleweed actually rolled by. Though, I think. <laughs> what do you think of uh, time reversal? 
Um, I think it's. I mean, I think it's great. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, forgive me for being kind of naive, but like, what's what are the? I mean, like, I guess like with an empty hand, it's huge, right? Sure. Is that yeah. like? I mean, with a hand of three, it's huge. It's it's. So is that like the major selling point on a card like that? Like, um, well, the major selling point on this one specifically is. Or you want to just save this for the for the. Sure. Okay. Well, we're, we're, we're recording, right? Yeah. We're, oh, okay. Did you guys? We, well, we were just talking about time reversal. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, we can. Let's. Why don't we just start with that? And because okay. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Right. Probably. Well, well um, Joe said he liked the card, and then I, mean, I think it's great. Like I, I, I mean, I guess I'm a little naive at it and really play at the time of time twister. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, don't, I mean, I can see the potential applications, but like, why is it? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see, like, you know, you have two, three cards in hand, and you play it, and it's, you get, yeah. you know, a bunch of cards. Is that, right. like, the major selling point for it, or, it's, like... I mean, the the major thing for it is, it says draw seven, you know? Right. And even when that's, when that's, uh, 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 what do they call that? Symmetrical. Symmetrical, thank you. Uh, even when that's symmetrical, it's generally, it's generally not fair. Um, like you said, if you're in a situation where you have, you know, no cards in hand, you're getting seven fresh cards. If you're in a situation where you're playing like against some sort of combo deck and they have like just the answer they need but just need to be able to untap, you make them shuffle it away. You know, uh, it's 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 um, it's just like a really 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 powerful effect. I mean, Time Twister. You didn't get to play when Time Twister was out, but you played during like Saga Block, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's it's uh, like it's a little bit like so. I mean, obviously it's not quite as degenerate as or as far as we can tell, it's not quite as degenerate as Time Spiral. Um, See, and that's a card that even though it was in Saga Block, I don't think anybody ever played it. We weren't playing enough competitively to. What was that like? like that. So was that, that was seven, I think. But you got to untap all the lands, right? Um, so I mean, that obviously was just free, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. Um But uh, but I mean, if you look at if you just look at the the precedent for this, so time spiral costs seven, right? And so if it's countered, you're cost you're six done. actually oh, six. two okay. blue and four. Time spiral did? Yeah. Wow. That was just dumb. And I probably was, had a billion of them in my binder, didn't know it was any good, and traded them probably that was, for that crap. Was dumb on their part to yes. make that six. They should have made it eight. Anyway, um, the uh, so, but then there's there's cards like, uh, what's that? Uh, Temporal Cascade from the, the one with Entwine. Um, it costs nine to entwine it, and is only time twister if you entwine it. You know, like yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it costs five and two blue, and then two to entwine. Mm-hmm. Each player shuffles his or her hand and graveyard into hers or her yeah. library, or each play or each player draws seven cards. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, imagine, imagine, um, it, like it just it just like looking at that, like to pay nine for that. I mean, I guess no one probably played Temporal Cascade. I can't imagine, but but time time spiral uh, like uh, um dimin- diminishing returns cost five and had a significant drawback. Um, it, it, or no, it costs four, I think, right? Diminishing returns uh, away from alliances. But you had to like exile the top ten cards of your library, I think. Diminishing returns is uh, it costs four, so yeah. blue, blue, two. Yeah. Um, it was from alliances, right? Yeah. Each player shuffles his or her grant, his or her hand and graveyard into his or her library. You exile the top ten cards of your library, yeah. and then, then each seven. player draws up to seven okay. cards. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, so, um, so I mean, that, I mean, that one works a little bit differently, but. But like imagine 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 that card in a deck like uh, like Turbo Lands, you know, um, in a situation where where you you cast that and you've got like an Oracle on on board, but you don't have like you have you're revealing a Jason, you've got a Jason play, or if you have a, if you have a Lotus Cobra out, yeah, 
Yeah. No, no, I, I can definitely see it's, how that's pretty it's, huge. It's just it's bonkers. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna hugely impact the the format. I think. Have you pre-ordered any yet? No, not yet. They're, they're, they're way already, too high. Like, um, they're at thirty on Star Citizen. Yeah, they went yeah. up to thirty, and they started at twenty. Um, so unfortunately, it's one of those. It's I too feel much. Like I'm not. I, it, it is too much, and it's a spell which I guess makes it a lot different than like a card like Jace or Gideon. You know, like because because. I guess what we're gonna do with this is find out what the upper limit of a spell is in standard, like a like a real deal spell, yeah, uh, sorcery. Because it's a one shot deal. It's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's not like Jace mm-hmm. that comes down and sits there and keeps yeah. doing something. Yeah, I mean it's 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 really it's really gonna be um, interesting to see where that goes price wise. Because I mean I'm hoping it doesn't hit fifty, but I'm tempted to order four right now. But yeah. I, I but I don't know if this is all See, just like like the the, spe- the speculation of Evan Irwin. And right, I know, and, and to me, I, and I'm more along the lines of Joe. Like when yeah. I looked at it, I'm like, cool. I kind of wish they kept time warp. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to play with time warp more. I yeah. hope it's not gone, which it probably is. Probably, you know, looking at it yeah. makes me feel like I'm well, time warp's probably gone. Pretty glad time warp's gone. Yeah, I'm pretty glad Hallymine's gone. Yeah, I'm well, pretty. I'm pretty glad that like. Time Civ's gonna be gone. I really... Oh, you hate, just don't like that... I that. really hate playing against decks where you're just sitting there staring at somebody playing cards. Like, yeah, well, that's how, like, how, how I feel playing against your mono green deck. Um, <laughs> you play a couple cards, and then you just play... But I do it in one turn. I yeah, mean, like, I don't, that's true. You, I, don't, I don't take, you don't take several turns right. to set up. You don't, like... Like, literally, like, we uh, had a game that went to extra turns at F&M, and the player playing Time Civ took all five extra turns. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, like, that's just, like, I don't know, it's boring to yeah. me. It bores the crap out right. of me. And I know that, like, you know, that there are combo players. You know what I mean? Like, there are combo players. There mm-hmm. are, you know, there are Timmy's, Johnny's, and Spikes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so I understand that, like, there are Johnny's out there, Johnny Ugalds out there, who <laughs> like to play Magic by themselves with an opponent sitting across the table from them. Well, that's fine. Like, that's, like, what some people like to do, mm-hmm. you know? I don't like to do that, and I don't like to watch that either, especially when I'm in the match. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be watching Magic if I'm in the match. Yeah. yeah. Like, I should be playing. No, yeah. feature match, John Ugald featuring Joe Panuska. Yeah, you know, like, with him as always is Garth. And, yeah. like... But no, I mean, back to... T- I understand what you're saying, but back to time reversal, like, itself, I, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. Sorry. For you to, to, to give you... To open the door for your tangent. I wanted to really just talk about time reversal. Yeah. And my, my initial impression was obviously, like, time warp's probably gone. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I'd rather have time warp, but that's not even a hard... I didn't give it much thought. I understand. It's not a big deal to me. I think it would be cool gone, if they kept time warp, if they had time warp, time reversal, and Jason's engineering. Yeah, like... Because the- it'd, be, it'd be, like, all the big blue... And they were all cost five, just yeah. just like it's a like just a kind of a neat, a thing, nerdy, right? nostalgic thing. That'd be cool. But, but but as far as the card itself, yeah, um, I just wasn't that. I, I, it wasn't that I'm underwhelmed. I'm just I don't. I'm like, it's not obvious the implications of it or or the applications of it. Both of so those words apply. You say you're, you're whelmed. I'm yeah. about whelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. Not underwhelmed. It's about yeah. whelmed. And I don't. You know, Fair looking enough. at the, I I would have bought four of them for for six bucks each. You know what I mean? I would have done that, like, if that's how much they were. But since they were 20, 25 each, I'm like, I'm not taking that gamble. Like, yeah. yes, they could go up. That's yeah. They could definitely go up. Whatever. But I'm not I'm not putting you know, 100 bucks, 80 bucks to 100 bucks down on a card that 
is not immediately clear to me. Like I want to play that. That mm-hmm. I did not feel that when I I saw I, I saw Jace definitely wanted mm-hmm. to do that. Bought those eighty bucks for four, mm-hmm. right? So seemed like a you know I was like oh well if he goes down it's whatever one, I'm so. fine right. I was fine with paying twenty because I was like he's awesome. I don't think he'll go under ten. If I paid double what he's worth, whatever. It's a, that's the kind of card I want to play. I'm fine with it. Gideon same thing. It was like you know eighteen twenty bucks. I can't remember. But it was like, I definitely want to play with that. That looks cool. And if it goes down, I'm not that worried about it. Time Reversal doesn't... I'm looking at it and go, okay, I get it. It's Time Twister mm-hmm. for more. Right, but I Barely don't I mean, see... Yeah, it's... Not, I, not a significant up in price. I mean, like, it, it's... it's The significance of it is that it's a draw seven. You mm-hmm. know, like, draw seven is such a huge thing. To the, I mean, to, to for example, there's not... A, there's I don't think there's any cards that say draw seven cards um, other than, like, things like Temporal Cascade and Diminishing Returns that are mm-hmm. legal in Legacy. Because um, draw seven is just such a powerful effect, you know? Um, right. But th- and that's the thing, though. Like, it is symmetrical. You yeah. need to find a way to break that symmetry. Sure. That's, and that's the, that's the thing. So maybe it's just not immediately obvious to me yeah. how it's going to break that symmetry. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the price right now is hype, but I think that there's some legitimacy to it. I mean, we were, we were talking about, um, uh, I mentioned Evan Irwin, you know, hyping it earlier, but we were, we were talking about, like, how it would be funny to do, a, like, a sketch of, like, these, these, uh, these villains... Who who just like are out to get Evan Irwin, and they're like, ha ha, Evan Irwin, I'll use your own information against you. I've ordered thousands of war instigators, only nineteen dollars each. It's such a such a bargain. And then just like the next week, damn you again, Evan Irwin, we'll catch you. <laughs> like it'd just be it'd be really funny to have this recurring thing because Evan's just like such like this nice like jovial guy, right. and like and like just to have like I I, I just think the 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 the, the funniness of. <laughs> the, com- the comedy of having somebody out to get him, you know, yeah. based strictly on his speculative abilities, would be like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, and and speaking of of Warren Instigator, mm-hmm. like that, it was the opposite to me. When I looked yeah. at that, I was like, just like Evan, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this seems nuts. Like that, yeah. it was immediately obvious to me that of something I either wanted to play or thought was really strong. This, I'm just having a lot of trouble seeing. The applications, and well, so that—that's what it is. You're not like a—you're not like a guy who classically likes blue spells, so I can see why it's you wouldn't true. understand. I do. I hate the blue. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I mean, but yeah, but it's—I it, I understand where you're coming from. That's I mean, the only like, reason I want to buy it because two, uh, two mana, blue yeah, mana symbols. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm um, I'm cautious about it, but I I don't want to be. I, no one wants to be in the situation where it's it's fifty bucks and you could have bought them for thirty. You know, like. Um, at the same time, I feel like it's a situation where, like, some, like Lotus Cobra, for example, is on its way back up. You know, like is 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 I, I think topping out at twenty in a lot of places now. Yeah. Um. And Lotus Cobra was down at like seven to ten for quite some time. Yeah. And then it just showed up in every deck in standard, and was like, all right, cool. So, I feel like this this card has a lot of wax wane potential. Um, yeah. But. I guess scars will kind of show us what what's what's going to be the deal. I I want to play with it. I really do want to play with it. I want to I want to just because it's fun to time twister. Time twister was always like one of my favorite cards, probably because it was the least expensive of the power. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's interesting. I'm not, I'm not like I'm just not yeah. twenty dollars into it. You know, yeah, thirty dollars sure. into it. I'm not into it. I'm twenty bucks into it. I should have ordered it when it was twenty bucks. I would have ordered four for for yes. for eighty. That and would, that's that just, was a deal. I think it's thirty. Thirty might be a bit too it, much. It's a card to try to pick up at the pre-release. 
in large yeah. parties. You sure. know, try to trade for. Yeah, right. I want them. Like I said, I would have bought them if it, if I could have bought yeah. a set for twenty four, yeah. twenty five bucks. Yeah. You know, I would have bought them even up to probably thirty for a set. I would have probably done True. that just to hedge my bets yeah. and go, okay, good, I've got it. It's it's but, a mythic. And, you know, I I'm willing to pay. I mean, Mind Break Trap, like a lot of people thought, was going to be a yeah, lot more than it people, is. Yeah, people, I was, I, you know, I'm sure I can go back and look at our chat about Mind Break Trap. I was frustrated. I'm like, this is a counterspell. It's going to be played everywhere. Why is it mythic? I was pissed. Yeah. And now, obviously, it's... I've been picking them up for three bucks each. Right. Yeah, I get them as throw-ins, which is good, because, I mean, I... Whatever. I think Mind Break Trap, at some point, and maybe you know, maybe it's ten years down the road, but at some point it's, it's going to be really good. And, yeah. And, and I run them in my standard deck. Right, I know. Uh, so I like he, it in your standard uh, What's his name? Gary was playing with your Flores Drazi, modified Flores Eldrazi list, uh, you know, against me, and he Mind Break Trapped my Vengevine. I was like, whoa, did not see that coming. Even though I knew you had it in there, yeah. it's just not in my brain to expect yeah. it. I was like, oh, okay. But, uh, but anyway... Yeah, so so time reversal is, I think there's a, it's got potential, but it, it's almost like remains to be seen. And I mm-hmm. personally don't want to pick them up at this price because at this point it's like the, uh, you know, something that's low has a lot of potential to go go up. I think this has more potential to drop. Yeah, or to stay around the same. But I said the same thing about Gideon at. 30 bucks, and he's about 50, so right. I could be wrong, but, you know, when they're 30, 40 dollars, like, do you really want to be, like, unless you know it's good, unless it's really showing up, it when it's no longer speculation, when it's it's proof, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then I think it's fine to be paying, you know, 40 bucks for a Gideon, it's like, okay, it's proved itself, this is how much it is, but when it's all in speculation territory, it's kind of, it doesn't seem like a good idea to me to be dropping that much on a card mm-hmm. that you're not sure about yourself. What's your favorite card that's been spoiled so far? Uh, well, Mana Leak, but that's a reprint. Okay. I'm excited to play with Mana Leak. I'm excited to play with Condemn. Mm-hmm. Um, those are cards that I'm, you know, I like. I like Obstinate Bailoff. Wait, is Condemn not in M10? No, it's not. It's not in M10. Really? It's not legal right now. Well, I've played with it in every deck in Standard um, since, uh, since... No, I'm just <laughs> Like, nobody's noticed. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is Conundrum Sphinx, as okay. far as new cards. Uh, it's just neat. It's yeah, are you sure it's not just because Chapin said something? No, because I, I okay. you well for one thing, I don't guess I didn't. I don't think I did say it to you before Chapin said anything. But I love it. Like I, it's a four, I do, four, I like four it a for four. Yeah, I liked Gin of Wishes, and it was a four four flyer for five. And yeah. it, you know, yes. it, it's it's actually comparable in a strange way to Gin of Wishes. Now it doesn't play the top card for free, but it's getting you an extra card. Yeah. But you have to pay for it. You know, I mean, mm. if that top card costs less than four. Mm. Then you're like, well, I paid extra to draw that. With this, it just goes in your hand. If it, that top yeah. card's conne- condemn, mm-hmm. you know, you paid four for it with Gin of Wishes. You also paid extra for the Gin of Wishes, but um, you, you know, paid extra for the Gin of Wishes if you paid more than a quarter for it. Yeah, that's right. true. So, uh, but no, Conundrum Sphinx is definitely my favorite. Do you want to talk about that one right now, or do you? Wanna, um, yeah. Why not? Do you guys want to mention your favorites first? Um, well, let's talk about yours, and then we'll okay. go on ours. Well, Conund- Conundrum Sphinx, if you haven't heard, is blue, blue, and two. 4-4 four, four Flyer, Creature Sphinx. It's a rare, and it's in the um, pre-cons. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to get crazy out of hand. You know that. Um, but I did pre-order mine for like two fifty each. It's a fine price. Just because I, I knew I wanted it. Um, artwork is awesome. It's Michael Comark. Whenever Conundrum Sphinx attacks, each player names a card. Then each player reveals the top card of his or her library. If the card a player revealed is the card he or she named... 
that player puts it into his or her hand. If it's not, that player puts it on the bottom of his or her library. So it, it's a symmetrical effect, but, yeah, with the, air, quotes. air quotes, right? I'm doing air quotes on the podcast. Um, it's a symmetrical effect, but it's uh, obviously easily breakable with blue and Jace in general. And with Goblin Guides attacking you. Right, Goblin Guide attacks me now. I know it's on top. Good. Uh, but just, it's basically, it's kind of Ophidian-ish, but it doesn't need to deal any damage. It just swings, you know, you, you declare it as an attacker. It pretty much with any combination of other blue spells that you're likely going to be playing, you're going to know what that top card is, and you can get it if you want it. Now, I think it's interesting, the other applications of it, in that if you know what it is and don't want it. Yeah, I was right? just going to say something. Like, like, like if you, you Jace and you... If you Jace, like, your conscription back on top of your library, for example. Right, um, and you just leave it on it, top. It, yeah, you leave it on top, and you've got the you've got the Sovereigns in play, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can... You can Counterspell. Yeah, you, no, it wasn't well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and you could even, you can even. I mean, you could. You don't have to stack the triggers that way. You can yeah. stack the triggers so that it's, uh, you know, you name, you you name just random card that's not. Oh, I see. You're, you're talking about stacking yeah. the triggers to get the conscription. Yeah. I was just yeah. saying because you, you, you still shuffle for it, but because you obviously wouldn't want to say conscription, then draw it, and then put on the search trigger. But yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, it's 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 a really cool card. Um, I definitely I definitely think it's good. I don't know how good it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's just, it just so, it seems, the effect seems like it's so one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like, if you have a Jace active, it's not like they have a Jace active too. So even mm-hmm. if they're playing blue, you know, it's not like, oh, well, it's, it's, it's balanced because, you know, I've got Jace. Right. Because you don't. You they know? have to so, be playing Crystal Ball. Yeah, yeah. which I think is, I, I think that card's really awesome. Really? I, I like Crystal Ball a lot. I think yeah. it's, uh. I think it's solid, but it's not. Well, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, really awesome might be a bit of it. I'm, I'm excited for M11, so I'm yeah. just getting a little bit, you know, fanboyish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. Ooh, magic cards! Yeah, I love it. I love this time of year. This is right. my favorite time what? of year. Every every four months? Every four <laughs> right. months. This is my favorite time of year. Every four months. Well, oh, every like, three months, I mean. roughly the middle of the season? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> oh, like I've said, is we... June, the end of June is my favorite. We get Christmas... Magic players get Christmas five times a year. We get it on Christmas <laughs> and every fucking spoiler season. We get season. Christmas <laughs> and tax day five here, because because we have to shell out all this money for right. new cards, like, and, and, and yeah. we get all kinds of new cards. So yes, I agree. I agree. I want to talk about Grave Titan. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll get there. Let's let's go so that way we're not all out of order here. Let's I want him in my EDH deck. So bad. well, he's just good. Well, let's yeah. just Scroll Thief is a Merfolk it's, common one three for a blue and two. Yeah, you mentioned Ophidian. Yeah, and, it, and, it, I mean that card literally that card, is Ophidian. That card was underpowered. They totally need to reprint it to make it better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it would be underpowered uh, in yes. the current. Yeah, um, but uh, but I mean, they they just one upped it. You but, know? Yeah, bas- what Ophidian costs four. No, it's the exact same what? card except it, it, well, I mean, it's not Snake, but it, it this one gets to deal combat damage. Oh no, Ophidian okay. had like a trigger ability where, you, it, where four, you, yeah. it, it just wouldn't deal. It's kind yeah, of it was like you itself. choose yeah. right, mm-hmm. you choose between drawing a card and dealing damage. Yeah, Isn't that so right? yeah and I mean, since since Ophidian, most of the templating has been that it it still gets to deal with damage or when it deals its damage. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's good. And like they're they've obviously printed better Ophidians um, than this one and than mm-hmm. since Ophidian, but it's just it's a cool card. It's nice to it's nice that it's in a tribe that that blue players tend to like. Um, and uh, it, I, I think that's a, a pretty good card. It's, it's fun. The it's, artwork it's, is fantastic, too. I don't think I've seen the yeah, artwork. It's, it, it actually reminds me of kind of like Jim uh, Lee like a, a little bit. Yeah, like, that's, very that's really comic bookish, wow. but I love it. Yeah. Like, Alex Horley Orlandelli, um, whose name I've definitely seen, but I can't 
recall off the top of my head. Yeah, other cards like that but that's fantastic. Um, War Priest of Thune is a 2-2 for a white and one creature human cleric. When it enters the battlefield, you may destroy target enchantment. So, uh, it's an uncommon. Yeah. Um, solid. It, that artwork is fantastic. Yeah, that artwork like, that is That is really sick artwork, but... Um, he could be a it's pretty good, yeah. I, I mean, I like it. I yeah. like that style. Uh, he's he could be, you know, kind of just a. I think he's really good. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, again, Grizzly Bears cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Grizzly Bears or on Twitter is just like like the next like fifty post tweets from him should just be like putting shotgun into mouth, <laughs> cocking shotgun, right. blowing brains out because every he just gets outclassed all over the place. Did you just look up a planes? No. Oh. I looked up just to confirm. Oh, Tranquility. Tran- oh, okay. Tranquility, because we have Back to Nature, which is a green yeah. and one yeah. instant destroy all enchantments. Basically, yeah. it's Tranquility, instant speed, costs one oh, less. Yeah. So Tranquility is... Tranquility's crying, too. Yeah. Tranquility's putting the shotgun Tranquility, in yeah, Tranquility already right. killed itself, and Grizzly Bears is just picking up the gun from his rotting corpse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, hey, I need that next. Like, as if Tranquility Dibs. wasn't bad enough. <laughs> right. Uh, then, of course, Mana Leak, which mm-hmm. is... The, I think the biggest. I'm really, really excited about Mana. Mana Leak in this format is a hard counter to like turn six. It's it's yeah. well, it is now, but are yeah. pe- people are going to have to adjust for it. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much a hard counter. Yeah, it's so. Uh, it's, I'm really really excited about Mana Leak. I don't think it's at the same good. time, and at the same time, I'm not excited about Mana Leak. Like, I really and they couldn't really do this because Scry is the form or the mechanic that they chose to make a cameo here. Mm-hmm. But because um, Aaron Forsyth actually talked about that in his article today about. Um, uh, uh, like like different mechanics making making appearances in core sets and cycling's been done in Alara already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have liked I would have been cool with miscalculation, which is a, a spell that I always love. That's the what is that? Uh, one? It's it's one in a blue counter target spell unless it's controller plays it pays uh, pays two mm-hmm. and then it has cycling for two. right. Okay, and and for, uh, from legacy think, legacy yeah versus legacy, which was a uh, that's just a, a card I always loved. Um, just because the versatility of it is is really good. You know, yeah. In that game. Um, I don't know if that would be better than Mana Leak right now. Like, right now, either of those cards is a, is a blowout. Right, because so much everybody's stuff. tapping out, including yeah. control decks yeah. that are I mean, I think Mana Leak, tap out control. Like. I, I think Mana Leak will be, would be best suited in, like, maybe some sort of green-blue uh, aggro deck um, that just uses that as, like, like that maybe, you know, two unified wills or something. Will. Yeah. And like like maybe maybe like maybe, maybe something using tokens and, and monument or something of that in that vein, but mana leak just like it's just so effing good. It's like it's such. I mean, anyone everyone who's complaining about not having a hard counter, there's your hard counter. It's because it is so many times. I mean, and, yeah, really, it really and, is. And and it, it's it's uh it's just a ridiculously good card. I I, I love mana leak. Now, did you see what I posted on on Affinity for Islands? Uh, my my blog. Yeah, I, I, I saw I, I saw that you put posted something up, but I, I didn't get a chance to read it. What did what you? Um, basically, like you know, I was trying to analyze it, and I won't mm-hmm. basically rehash it right here. Mm-hmm. But the I, I kind of wrote it very stream of consciousness. Like mm-hmm. I started writing it without having any idea what I was going to say. Yeah. I just started and just went where it took me. But in the end, the conclusion that I came to, or at least the theory that I kind of put forth, is that. Um, is Wizards trying to, like, all right, five years ago or so, whenever the last time Counterspell was legal and mm-hmm. Lightning Bolt, you know, before M10 yeah. was legal and on all those things, and people would complain or, or they deemed these cards too powerful, so they stopped printing them. Did Wizards at some point decide, we're going to, let's build the format so that it's strong enough so that these 
overpowered staples actually are fair. Because that's what seems to have happened. Now, they, they, they test the waters with lightning bolt yeah. you know, as a litmus test, kind of like, all right, let's, uh, let, we're going to make creatures better so that lightning bolt is now you know, reasonable. a reasonable card to play. Then, then we can build it up to a point where counterspell isn't so bad. Do you want to counterspell a Vengevine? Do you want to counterspell, you know, things like that? I mean, I'm just like saying, I'm not saying, right, Flores wants me to cancel Vengevine, but, um, but it, you know, we, I, I'm not just necessarily saying this is, this is true and this is yeah. what I definitely think, but it was just a thought. And I think, sure. it, you know, if you want to think of it that way, there's plenty of evidence to kind of say that this might be what they actually are doing because they did mm-hmm. do that with Lightning Bolt. If you, you know, yeah. if, uh, it, what, 15 months ago, if somebody would have said Lightning Bolt's back, we'd have been like, whatever. I yeah. mean, 12 like, months Even ago, when the art was spoiled people and like, were people like, were saying it's Lightning Bolt, I was like, like there's absolutely no chance they're reprinting Lightning exactly. Bolt. Exactly. I was like, it would even be reasonable for them to reprint Lightning Bolt, but they're not doing it. Yeah. Because um, people will just be too afraid of it. But it's it's awesome. I'm, I'm and it's fine. It. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's funny, like that banter, remember when we bantered kind of, uh, like when um, when uh, World Wake, or no, when uh, Rise was... Uh, Rise was spoiled and deprived. Deprived was in there. And yeah. I was like, I was like, it's not. You don't take her home to mom. Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> you take Manalik home to mom. You introduce oh, yeah, her to yeah. your parents, and and you you, you get hitched because yeah. Manalik is a, is a is a is a fine bitch. See, Con- Conley Woods wants to have Manalik's babies apparently, so Manalik must be male. And apparently, Conley Woods is a seahorse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 he is. It's a, it's a good time. Um, but no, so that's his I, I, I wonder if if Manalik is just the next step of them testing the waters for, for counterspell. counterspell because it is it's a classic. It's the original counterspell. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's classic, it, and it really just seems like, I mean, like you said, Mana Leak is a hard counter in this format, so what's what's the difference between it and Counterspell? It's, I mean, it's almost better, because it doesn't cost blue-blue. You yeah, know, like, I mean, in, in that case, exactly. Um, it, it's 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 gonna, it, it's just kudos to Wizards for, for reprinting it, because I, I think it's really awesome in the format. I think it... I mean, of course, you know, as as is an analogy that I often use that someone else invented um, but on the internet somewhere, but, like, you know, if, if Wizards put $20 bills in packs, people would complain right, how they fooled them. Right. Um, but the, uh, the, the, like, Blue Mages who are, have been, compl- like, the, the Blue Mages who, you know, want everything to be Cryptic Command and Counterspell, and that's it. That's all mm-hmm. that's good enough for them. Have to be, like, sighing, you know, huge sigh, like, collective sigh of relief over this. And so I'm sure some of them would just be like, Whatever's not counterspell, but like, man, it's just like, it's just so good. Like, I love Manly. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's neat. I mean, I'm really happy that it's here, I and think, I'm not necessarily like, well, I wish it were counterspell. Like, yeah. I think John's I just, adding them to his uh, his uh, um, what next level Gomazoa deck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that that deck's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Did you read about that yet? Next yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh I sent him an email. I was like, hey man. I was like, hey, just read your article, and I've been meaning to ask. Serious? Yeah, so many people. So many people were like, so uh, like, like someone made a comment. They're like, I'm, f- I'm feeling like a noob here. I don't really understand. How this <laughs> he, works. His sarcasm was so mass. It's, it's, it's so well done. Like, and like some of the stuff, like like jellyfish like, fly, vengevine doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like like someone someone said something about like how they, they were like angry almost. You could just hear it in their in their their typing. And like they're like they're like, how do you ever untap dormant gumazo? I was like. Lightning, hello. Sign and blood, hello. Lightning bolt, hello. Kiss of the Amisha, hello. And it's like, and that was all I said. And the, like, I don't even remember what is Dormant Gomazoa do or it's, why. It's one blue blue. It's five five flying. Enters the battlefield tap. 
Uh, it doesn't untap when you're untap step, and when you're the target of a spell or ability, it untaps. Okay, okay. And then someone actually made the suggestion of, have you considered running Sign and Blood in the deck as a black deck? Like, right. have you considered running Sign and Blood in the deck <laughs> to, to target <laughs> yourself? And John's just like, son of a bitch. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I didn't really think of that, and it should sure be in the deck. You know, like... <laughs> It's a, it, the best is he keeps calling it going off. He's like, then you get your jellies in the in the sky, and they and they come off. He's like, <laughs> I love how he calls it Soul Stare Expedition. He's the best. So just for those of you, because we were just like referencing this yeah. article that nobody knows what we're talking about. Isn't it John Ugald? John Ugald Ultimatum. Yeah, well, no, well, his is is that's the what it's called, but the, oh. the URL is John J O H N Ugald U G A L D E dot blogspot dot com. Yeah, I have to put yeah. that in in the show notes because, yeah, uh, yeah. it's um, it, basically he just sarcastically posted a jellyfish deck. Yeah, but he keeps you know he keeps running with it yeah. as if it's true. And the only thing that tipped me off that he was being sarcastic was him talking about Jace being terrible. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, that's whatever. Yeah, you don't play Jace because it's overrated crap. Yeah, <laughs> and your jellyfish just attack it and it dies. <laughs> right, it was just like, oh, that's such a terrible card. Yeah, definitely check out his. His blog, and like I said, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, so, so where? I don't even. Where the hell were we? What were we talking about? We were talking, uh, we were talking about, about Mana Leak, yeah. but um, yeah. If you want to see my comments on it, just go to affinityforislands.com, and you'll see a, a post called Musings on Mana Leak, which is my like column when I want to talk about a card, like on Mana Leak, on Deprive. Um, I, I did want to mention Obstinate Bailoff, which we talked about last week. Yeah, like it. I know we, we we have talked about it, but the fact that, like, Obstinate Bailoff makes Blightning... Is Blightning even a card anymore? Right, at right. This point, like, but seriously. I'm just, like, look at the metagame. Yeah. So, like, there was... Blightning was great against Jace. Uh-huh. Obstinate Bailoff makes Jace better. Like, yeah. it's nuts how that actually happens, but it well, makes, it's, it's like it's like uh, he makes control decks in general better because now discard is, the, the is not main yeah. deckable. The really. ripple effect of cards is just so crazy, like... Like, you have a card like uh, uh, Great Sable Stack, for example, made it made itself obsolete in that, like, you didn't need to play Great Sable Stacks because no one was playing fairies because, because you they were be afraid of Great Sable Stack. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's just, it's uh, it's the same type of thing with, with like, Obstinate Bailoff. Like, there's literally, you have, you have no excuse to be playing with Lightnings at this juncture. Like, like yeah. I think, I think I, I like, any iterations of Jund from... Uh, from M11 moving forward, I think will be a lot like that Flores. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, monster. Oh, monster trucks. Yeah, or, yeah. I kept I kept calling it dump truck John or <laughs> truck John <laughs> or something. John and like and what you know, it, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 it, it, like I, and I think that's a better direction for John to be heading anyway. But um, you know, with the only what's the only non creature was uh, is uh, Sarkin the Mad. Yeah, right. I think that's a great direction for John to be heading anyway. And I think that deck will really kind of have a have a nice position for a couple weeks there. Yeah, or it's, months or whatever it is. What's it? Three months that they're yeah, both legal. Like yeah, up until yeah, October first-ish, yeah. something. But um, the uh, the the Bailoff, it's mm-hmm. also it's not just good against Blightning. I mean, obviously, just Rex discard. Yeah, it's you good. know not the rest, but you know it wrecks yeah. uh, non-targeted you know specific spell yeah. discard. But um, it's but it's good. also great against red deck wins, uh-huh. right? Like so, you know because of burning uh, inquiry. Exactly. Okay. Nice. No, but I mean just gaining the life. So, so this next card, uh, I really love it. I don't know that it's very playable, but I love the flavor of it. It's Gargoyle Sentinel. It's a three-three artifact mm-hmm. for three. 
uh, uncommon, defender, uh, and then you can pay three, and until end of turn, Gargoyle Sentinel loses defender and gains flying. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. It's like, it's very flavorful. Like, here I have this this thing, it just sits here and blocks, mm-hmm. and then I, when I want it to attack you, I just, you know, activate this magic, and suddenly it just lifts off of its perch and starts attacking. Yeah, I, I love that. I hate to use the naive assumption that it's great and limited, but really... This thing's great and limited. Like, it is. Like, yeah. I mean, it fits in every deck. It has evasion. And it's a, you know, a 3-3 three, three for 3. It pa- you know, it passed the right. vanilla test. And it's a good ground guy right. to, you know, it can, you claw, know, kill something. Like or it can fly in the air and go on offense. I mean, you have to pay mana to make it fly. But, like, it's, I mean, I guess, you you know, for something you can put in literally any deck you build... It could conceptually see play in other formats too. I mean, it's sure, not, we're not we're, we don't have um, the other cards to support like a skies type build, like blue skies build. Um, but like, I mean, remember Chimeric Idol saw play, yeah, and that's it's in the same vein as Chimeric Idol. I'm not Chimeric Idol had the bonus of not being, you know, creature removable when it wasn't attacking. You know, when, when you weren't tapping. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't attack. a creature. But uh, but I mean, to be able to. To be able to turn it into from a wall from a three three wall, which is already good, you know, because like mm-hmm. protect, creatures with prot abilities mm-hmm. don't do anything against it because you yeah. know like they, Firewalker yeah just they just looks at it and, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um and uh, then to be able to make it a three three flyer when you want to go with the beatdown plan it just it's it's just another like another solid wall in a string of pretty solid walls that they've made. Um, so next we have Primal Cocoon, which is an interesting card. It's a common enchantment aura for a green. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on enchanted creature. When enchanted creature attacks or blocks, sacrifice primal cocoon. So it, it, it's flavorful. I don't know that it's good, but it's, you know, it's basically your creature just sits there getting counters Well, until you decide you want to, like, swing with it. So it's a slightly better aura from, like, I mean, it's not it's, it's not totem armor, mm-hmm. but you, you do have the benefit of... If they, you know, like if they remove it, it doesn't lose the benefits right. that it's already gained from it. Yeah. If they just kill the aura, and you know, obviously it's still card advantage if they're if they take the whole, uh, you know, if they kill the creature. But yeah, you're you're left with something to show for it if they uh, if they just remove the aura. Usually, you know, um, I, I think it's a really flavorful card though. I think they they've, they've done a really good job with with uh, with flavor in this set so far. Yeah, yeah. it just makes it interesting. I mean, especially like if you if you put it on something like a, a wall. That's just sitting there until you decide you need to block with it anyway, and then you have a huge wall. Or putting it on a gargoyle sentinel seems interesting too. Like it's just going to sit here until I decide I want to make it attack, mm-hmm. and now it's you know five five because it's been sitting here for two turns. Yeah. You know, without you might not have anything that's attacking me, or you know, you have something that's a two two. Like, do you you know want to attack into uh, into the sentinel and just lose your trade your two two for my cocoon? You know that kind of thing. Um, but uh, now we have uh, Knight Exemplar. It's a white, white, and two for 2-2 two, two human knight, rare, first strike. Other knight creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and are indestructible. White, I have white, a, one. Didn't that what I said? I think you said white, white, two. It's white, white, one for a 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. It might have just jumped ahead. <laughs> uh, creature, human knight, first strike, rare. Sorry, creature, human knight, rare, first strike. Other knight creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and are indestructible. Um, I haven't given this one much thought, but it seems I, uh, strong. When when I first saw it, I read it as other creatures uh, you control are indestructible, <laughs> oh, and well. I was just like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, but, well, that would be pretty yeah. ridiculous. Um, but even even as if uh, or it, it, as it is, um, 
it seems pretty nutty, or at least has the potential to be nutty. I mean, it's like a small Eldrazi non- monument for for the for that the knights, uh, right? yeah, for that tribe. Uh, and there's some pretty good knights. Yeah, well, in standard, there's good ones. You got White Knight and and uh, Knight of the Reliquary are both great. Like, not Vine Paladin hasn't really seen any play, but is is decent. And there's, wait, is that the one with uh, like super exalted where it gets uh, plus one plus one for each untapped creature you control? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not saying like Knight of New Alara, which is garbage. Right, not Vine Paladin. is yeah. a white and a green for, for a 2-2. Two, two, two. Yeah. Whenever it attacks, get plus one plus one until end of turn for each untapped creature you yeah. control. And don't so, forget uh, Knight of the White Orchid. Yeah, Knight right, of the White Orchid. And then Black Knight. When you get into Extended, you've got um, Still Moon Cavalier and any change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you've got, like, Chameleon Colossus is indestructible and gets plus one plus one. Even like Ether Sworn Adjudicator, you know, which, which is kind of an interesting card. Wow, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, oh, that's the one that can destroy like a, an yeah, enchantment or a creature. Destroy target creature enchantment and you can untap it. It being that being indestructible just seems yeah. bonkers. Even Knight of Cliffhaven. Like yeah. Said, Knight yeah. of the Knight of the White Orchid, Knight of uh, the Reliquary, Knight Captain of Eos. Oh god, Knight Captain of Eos being indestructible is just depressing. Yeah, yeah he, puts, he puts soldiers into play, right? Yeah. He puts so, soldiers into play. Yeah, not knights. But, yeah. yeah, but he can sacrifice soldiers to prevent combat damage. Now, Ranger Vios is a soldier, right? Because he's uh, wearing all that, 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 that armor. Yeah, I'm getting okay. Rafik is a knight. Huh, well, he's not very good, though. No, he's terrible. Uh, yeah, and really, being indestructible. Yeah, and people haven't really played him. So. Sigiled Paladin is, uh, is, was, that was, when I first saw that, I was like, that's awesome. That? It's from Shards of Alar. It's uh-huh. white, white for a 2-2 first strike exalted. Oh, uh, okay. I thought it was like, you know, it's like the new White yeah. Knight, right? But yeah. nobody plays it. Um, Steward of Valoron, Student of Warfare. Student of Warfare is a knight, yeah, I forgot about him. Um, yeah, it's, I it's, mean, it's, having a leveler be indestructible is pretty good, you know? Yeah. yeah Especially with Path, uh, path on, assumably, on its way out. Yeah, so it's, it's got some interesting applications. And the artwork is really good, too. Jason Chan, the guy that did Jace. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like he's, he's a solid uh, artist. Um, then we have Hoarding Dragon. Which is four four flying, uh, for red red three creature dragon rare another pre con rare. Mm-hmm. Um, when hoarding dragon enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an artifact card, ex- exile it, then shuffle your library. When hoarding dragon is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may put the exile card into its owner's hand. So it's like it draws you a card. It's just an artifact. You know, it draws you an artifact when mm-hmm. it dies. In a way, it's, it's kind of. It seems yeah, like a lot of work in a strange way, but it also kind of deters your opponent from wanting to destroy yeah. it. Now, path is fine; they can yeah. path to exile or uh, or condemn. You know, mm-hmm. it's not not so good. Then you just exile an artifact, and you know, can sit out there with your hoarding dragon that was just exiled too. But when it's put into the graveyard, I mean, you can block with it and things. I, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. It seems interesting. I don't know that it seems that strong, but it's flavorful. You know, it's a yeah. a dragon that likes. Treasure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Squadron Hawk. I like this. Card I a love lot. this I love card. That. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, I, you know, on first glance, it's kind of like what? Well, you know, I see Squadron Hawk. It's a one-one flyer for a white and one, and I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be some dumb bird. You know, it's nothing big deal, right? But when Squadron Hawk enters the battlefield, you may search your library for up to three cards named Squadron Hawk. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. So it draws you three cards. Right. I mean, they're all Squadron Hawks, but it mm-hmm. draws you three cards. Um, I just feel like there's just something ridiculous about that. It doesn't it, seem bad with something like Eldrazi Monument or... Right. Like, 
Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah, it, it, but in limited, it's bananas. Like, if well, you have like, you can get like six of them. Right. Well, that's, that's gonna be the them, funny yeah. thing is that is is it's going to be this thing like, there's your first squadron hawk. Do you take it and hope you get at least another one to make it at all better than a one one flyer for two, or do you uh, you know do you go well I could use this something else better like it's very. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tough decision. You really got to look at the rest of that pack and go: yeah. is, is this one squadron hawk going to be worth taking over? You know, something that's probably better if the squadron hawk, if no more squadron hawks come around, right? Things like that. It's a really uh, interesting dilemma there. So I don't know. It's and it's a common, so it's not like you're not going to see it. Yeah. Uh, I just think I think it's really neat. Um, and then with things like uh, Sphinx of Lost Truths. You have cards to discard, right? And you don't need to. Uh, it basically, and, and Jace even like um, put two squadron hawk, put the squadron hawks back. You know, put two of those back and then oh, shuffle away. Ancestral. You just ancestral, yeah. right? Like you just, uh, you know, you don't necessarily need the squadron hawks. You just throw them on top, and then you know hmm. they're going to get that's the other ones out. Better up. than an ancestral. Actually, that's a draw four. Because you, you you get three, you put two back. Yeah, that's you put two. You get three squadron hawks. You put two back. Then you draw three off Jace, or it, I mean, then you draw three off Jace. Then you put two back, and then and then you shuffle them away. You play another one. Draw get three yeah. squadron hawks. It's just, it just seems ridiculous. It's pretty much infinite cards for free. Yeah, that's really good. That's actually. No, I mean, that's that's yeah. I mean, that's, I might be overrating that in my head, but that seems like a nice soft combo. <laughs> it does. Uh, now we have Steel Overseer, which is another card that. Well, for one thing, the artwork is like, what the hell game am I playing? Yeah. I mean, it looks like something out of, I don't even know what, some like kind of futuristic... H.R. Geiger's... Like, yeah, exactly. Like, Termin- the, the like Aliens the, Terminator. Steampunk yeah. Terminator. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of strange. but um, So Steel Overseer is a 1-1 one, one for 2 artifact creature construct rare, and it has the ability tap, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on each artifact creature you control. Including himself, so you can tap him to add counters to himself. Seems underwhelming in the current, you know, knowing the cards that we know from M10 and the cards in the current environment aren't really uh, exciting with him, or he's not very exciting with them. Uh, but assuming Scars of Mirrodin has artifacts in it, artifact shards creatures. Shards of Mirrodin. Yeah, Shards of Mirrodin. That's, I keep getting, you know, it's like yeah. Shards of, of Valara, Scars of Mirrodin. It's just really getting confused in my brain. Um, Ravica, City Reborn. Then the next, uh, the next course, the next uh, big set is going to be Stars of Dominaria. We're right. going back. <laughs> Stars of Dominaria. We're going back. It's all legends, yeah. like. <laughs> but uh, Steel Overseer could be really good. Yeah, and, and he's a rare, so he's one of those ones you just kind of grab it. He's going to play set. He's going to be worth nothing. Them. Or grab yeah. like twenty of them, stick them in a box. You could do that. Depends I mean, on how much you want to speculate. But him and um, him and uh, well, I mean, he's good because he's another grizzly bear suicider. Because I mean, he just for he's a two two for two artifact creature. Well, he's a one one for two. Almost two two for two. He gets bigger, um, right? Is is like that's not something you see on you know a regular basis. I mean, I guess you kind of see it more now, but mm-hmm. um, it's just it's good. It's solid. Uh, Inferno Titan. So we have this, the Titan cycle coming up. Now, I don't think we've talked about any of the Titans, but Sun Titan. Right. So Sun this Titan. is this is the Sun Titan cycle. There's a um, whole cycle of these. Yeah, Inferno Titan is a 6-6 six, six for 6. Just I think all of them are. That's the cycle. They're all giants. They're all mythics. 
Uh, this one costs red, red, and four. It has fire breathing. Uh, red to give it plus one, plus zero mm -hmm. until end of turn. And when it enters the battlefield or attacks, it deals three damage divided as you choose among one, two, or three target creatures and or players. I like how they did it for multiplayer, too. Like, mm -hmm. hit you, hit you, hit you, you know? This is going to be the one that people um, are upset to open out of the Titan cycle, I think. Yeah. I, I like... Not Frost Titan, which we'll move on to next. Most people seem to be dissatisfied with Frost Titan. That's because they're blue players, and blue players are inherently more whiny than players of other colors. They don't generalize. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, of other colors? <laughs> <laughs> players. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I did kind of... Players that play other colors. Players that play other colors. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Every every card has to be counter spell, but cost one less. Yeah. Every card has to be. I mean, in front of like like I mean I, I haven't really like I like Frost Titan a lot. I think it's really yeah. Cool. Well, I um, just it seems to be the one that people are complaining. No, about. I know. I, mean, I like. I, I wasn't Titan. saying. I wasn't yeah. talking about you. I, yeah. I, I, I you know again general, generalizations aside, because I know that you know. You're not necessarily bitching about it, but like mm -hmm. everyone's like, I don't like Frost Titan. I'm like, why? It's better mm -hmm. than you're gonna play Sphinx of Dwar Isle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I, I run three copies of Sphinx of Dwar Isle, but I don't. Which like Frost I mean, Titan. Frost Titan essentially is Troll Shroud. Like, well, it just yeah. it's. Well, it's like we it, didn't. We, uh, we should read what Frost Titan does because now that we've sure. moved on, Inferno Titan is red. And we already on. talked about. We already so, talked uh, about uh, time reversal anyway. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Inferno Titan it costs six. I mean, like it's amazing and limited, but like. If it's sees playing standard, it, then it's because like wildfire. It's not amazing and limited because you'll never open it. It's a yeah. mythic rare, which is which, which is means it's amazing and limited. limited. Are you right. kidding me? Yeah, Baneslayer Angel also sucks and limited. Yeah, she's mythic. She's yeah, terrible. She's limited. Limited. No, I'm just saying like Gideon. I opened one of those once. Immediately threw it in paper shredder because it was just so bad. You shuffled in with the land box. Yeah. I actually passed it twice. It tabled. You know, I was yeah. just like whatever. Pass. So, uh, so Frost Titan, though. <laughs> Now, since we wanted to talk about it so much, has better artwork. Uh, actually, I, it, I really like, I like the artwork. Is, Infer Inferno Titan. You like this weird, like, like, like three D, uh, like CGI well, look type stuff. Like, you love Michael Comark, and I, I'm not a big fan of him. Yeah, I do like that. But I mean, I, I like, I, I like a lot of different styles. But that is one of them. That's right. true. Um, Inferno Titan is Kev Walker, and that's one of his. Better pieces. I actually, recently. yeah, no, I mean, recently I think that's one of his is, is, is really good. His better yeah. deals. No, I mean he he is a great artist, but yes. there's times when it just seems like Overkill. awkward. Yeah, yeah, something you know, like Jiraga Tree Speaker promo, and then the um, what were we talking about before? There was another Kev Walker promo card we were talking um, about. I feel like it was a promo. Um, what was it? Oh, is it Jace? And oh, that's right, the Jace I, I, uh, On the record, I, I like Jace uh, from that from that set. I just I don't like it as much as like the super emo Pete Wentz Jace. Yeah. Jace, of, Jace uh, basis for Fallout Boy. That's the one I like. My my favorite Jace art for Jace Bellerin is uh, the book promo, the Agent yeah, of Arts. Yeah, that's what I love that. Um, but just as an aside, since we should mention it anyway, they just announced the Japanese version of Jace versus Chandra, which is mm -hmm. obviously all the cards are in Japanese. They're, it's all the same contents except the Jace and the Chandra have different art, and it's yep. like manga style, yeah. which looks really good. Looks yes. like so if, awesome. If you like that kind of artwork, it's really neat. Yeah. Um, I yeah, definitely I like want to grab some of those. Uh, I don't care so much for the Chandra, but I'll play her because a lot of times I only play her as a one of anyway, so I might as well just. And have let them. me give everybody my home address so you can send me your dazes from that uh, from that box set. Yeah, because I want I the want Japanese counterspells. You know, yeah, that's pretty cool. Japanese that. Jace counterspell. Uh, so anyway, Maybe you can get those at MSRP. Get them as get as many of them as you can. Yeah, seems like a good idea. So uh, so Frost Titan. Okay. Frost Titan is a six six for six. Giant it, yeah. as well. Blue, blue, four. Mythic rare. 
Whenever Frost Titan becomes the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, counter that spell or ability unless its controller pays two. Um, whenever Frost Titan enters the battlefield or attacks, tap target permanent. It doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So it seems interesting to me. I, I like it. I mean, comparing it to Sphinx of Dwarrow, it's got it's got pseudo shroud. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like your path to exile costs three. Um, or it costs six if you follow up them paying that with a mana leak or something. Right. I mean, you, there's you make them pay extra, so he can be removed, but it's just going to cost a little more. Yeah. But that combined with his ability to kind of mana screw them by tapping down their their lands, if you want. I mean, it's only one. I mean, you, you yeah, one, one a turn, but you you you. It, that taps it, and it's not just that it doesn't it prevents it from untapping like a Johnny, but mm-hmm. it, it actually physically taps it too. Um, is just pretty, pretty solid. Like, I don't, I don't know. He seems, he seems good. Um, I, I mean, it might be a cop out to be like, you know, he's good and limited, but I think he could see constructive play. I don't know if it'll be yeah. immediate, but it, like, it certainly when Path leaves the format, he, he should be. Yeah, he's he's a fringe. He's mm-hmm. he's one that you want to actually consider. You don't just like completely like whatever. Yeah. He's not unplayable. Like, yeah. he's something that you can actually look at and go, I wonder if this would go well in this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just it seems like an interesting ability. I like it. I definitely like it, uh, you know, better than the red one. I haven't really evaluated it as far as how I feel about it compared to all the other ones, but now that we just went by the red one, we just talked about the red one, I know I like the blue one better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overwhelming Stampede. Talk, Love it. Talk about it. All right. Can I, can I read it? Yes, that's what I wanted you to do. I wasn't sure if this one was in English. I couldn't tell. (laughs) The last one I saw was in, like, German. Overwhelming Stampede costs two green and three colorless. It is a sorcery. It is a rare. Until end of turn, creatures you control gain trample and get plus X plus X, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. And... That is so stupid awesome. It's more splashable than Overrun. Um, it can potentially be more lethal than Overrun. If you're playing green, you probably have creatures that have a higher power than three, or you're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean... It's either, like, uh, no, overrun costs four or five? Five. Okay, and but so uh, Overrun green, is two green, green, green. It's green, 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 okay, too. so this is... The only time this is not strictly better than Overrun is in a, like a token situation where like. But even my tokens deck like creates tokens from. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm from thinking like, about like from like a uh, like a spawning grounds or whatever. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like right. in that situation, not as much, but like yeah, any other situation, this is almost strictly better, right? Yeah. Um, so you can activate Garrick's ultimate and then play this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Ridiculous. So <laughs> I mean, like that's kind of stupid, like. Or you could just put a beast into play and then play it. I mean, with all with a bunch of stuff. It's at now worst, your it's beast overrun. is six six trample, mm-hmm. and then whatever else you've got just got overrun. You know, mm-hmm. well, I mean, your whole the beast got overrun too. But I mean, but I'm saying like it, it, yeah. it, at worst, it seems like it's overrun. Yeah, it yeah. just seems ridiculous. Um, Primeval Titan also seems ridiculous. I think it's the one of them that I like the most of the Titans. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I think I do. I like it better than the Grave Titan, which we'll move on to in a second. But uh, mm-hmm. Primeval Titan is a six-six for six, giant again, green, green, and four, trample. Whenever Primeval Titan enters the battlefield or attacks, you may search your library for up to two land cards and put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. 
Not basic lands. Yeah, lands. Lands. Actually, it, it actually says you can search your library for up to two Valakit cards or yeah. mountains. <laughs> right, it's ridiculous. Like, to any land cards. that It seems so strong. I mean... And you could play like Realms Uncharted. You could just have a land tutor deck. You interesting, know? interesting thing with the Titans, and I don't know if this is if this is plausible at all. Um, but someone yesterday at the Sunday tournament was playing um, uh, Warp World, mm-hmm. and like the guy, like we actually took video. It'll be on the site later this week. Um, they were they were in game one when time was called. Mm-hmm. It was because it was it was Warp World Red Blue Warp World versus uh, Roddy playing Mono White Control, <laughs> um, and. It, like the the warp world player was warp worlding regularly, like like on a consistent basis, like four times a turn, and like just couldn't get the kill. But like, like the all the titans seem because they have like uh, battlefield and the battlefield triggers mm-hmm. seem like they would have inter- interesting interactions in that, in that yeah. kind of deck. Um, you know, especially like the the, the grave titan, which we'll get to. Which, yeah, makes, well, I guess let's just move on to it now. I'll just skip ahead, um, just because I know it's. We keep mentioning it. Yeah. Grave Titan is black, black, four, six, six, creature giant, death touch. Whenever Grave Titan enters the battlefield or attacks, put two, two, two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield. So I can, tell what, I can tell what Joe's favorite card is. Apparently. Yeah. Joe just ran out the back door and is running around the yard. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, I mean, like, is it my favorite card in the set? No, not really. That would probably be Nagel's Revenge. Which we'll again get to. But, I love it for my damn Balthor the Defiled EDH deck. Yeah. Zombies all day. You play Mixed Mannequin in that deck, right? Maybe. I'm surprised if you wouldn't. I don't know. Just I might. I have before. Oh, okay. So you just don't know if it's still there. I'm not sure. I mean, like, maybe. It's been in there before. I took I, I, I took a lot of the like smaller graveyard effects out mm-hmm. in favor of just Balthor throwing everything into the into getting the Balthor right. active. So go go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm just saying I love it. Like I think it's, uh, I mean it's like like so I, I said something on on Twitter about it and somebody wrote back. Yeah, that's 14 power worth of dudes by the time he's attacking. It's right. kind of yeah. sick. Like it's really sick. And two, two Seems of those, like it's good you know, with um, Eldrazi Monument, too. Yeah, well, I mean, now he's 7-7, seven, seven, flying with three zombies flying next to it, Or, I'm um, two, three, three zombies flying next to him on his first attack. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, once you start attacking with him, you've got the... You're, you're, you're netting creatures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To sacrifice to it. Seems disgusting. Seems uh, a little unstoppable once you can get that sort of thing going. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, but. see, the good thing there's Mana Leak to, like, counter these big spells, because you're going to have to wait until turn 9 to play them, or m- ramp into them. Um, let's, uh... But, yeah, what do you think of Grave Titan? Uh, I like it a lot. I, I mean, all the Titans, I think, are, are really, really cool. I like their effects. Um, I think the one that will see the most constructed play in overall formats is the white one. Um, yeah. I just think that the idea of being able to recur potentially, let's say like a wasteland and a ghost quarter or two wastelands every turn with a uh, if you have that in Crystal Worlds, just seems bananas mm-hmm. to me um, in like a stack deck in mm-hmm. Legacy, um, and stacks has kind of intentionally not been playing finishers, um, like like they don't, they just they just kind of rely on the back of a. Uh, uh, What's it called? Bangus of the Tabernacle, mm-hmm. but that guy is just like such a decisive finisher. Like uh, more so, more so the main Slayer Angel because while he's dealing six and being a perfect blocker, he also is destroying their, uh, you know, destroying all their lands because Ghost Quarter just becomes infinitely better with that guy. 
Um, yeah. But, the, I mean, of these new ones, um, I really like Frostite, and I, I love the green one the most out of these these guys, just because he's, he's got the most potential for, you know, like, combo. And I, uh, to Joe's chagrin, I'm a combo player a lot of times. So, <laughs> so uh, Combust. Combust is cool. That's one of, like, two terrors for Baneslayer Angel in the set. Yeah, it's uh, red and one instant. Uncommon. Destroy target core firewalker and or Baneslayer Angel. It, well, you can't you can't target the fire the firewalker. Oh, yeah, you can't yeah, target yeah, it because it's still it's, red. Uh, combust can't yeah. be countered by spells or abilities. Uh, combust deals five damage to target white or blue creature. The damage can't be prevented. So, um, you know you can. It, it's basically just it, they really should have had Baneslayer Angel getting hit in the yeah. artwork. It really would have been fantastic. Like, yeah. no joke, this is what this is for. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's obviously got its other uses, but, uh, you know, Sphinx of Lost Truths, five damage, you know, is a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is only target creature, obviously, and it's only target white or blue creature, but it tends to, uh, red tends to have trouble dealing with, like, you know, creatures that are that fat. Yeah, Bainsler, I mean, Bainsler being the most prolific of them, I yeah. think. Um, but, it, you know, it kills... It kills Baneslayer kills Rafik. It kills uh, not that Rafik will be in much longer, but it kills uh, the Rock's War Monk. It kills Knight, like you can respond to Knight of the Reliquary getting his uh, you know the uh, Sejiri oh. step. Oh yeah, because um, they can still respond to this by Sejiri stepping with mm-hmm. Knight of the Reliquary because it's not preventing damage. It's it's, it's fizzling as well because it they yeah. make it untargetable when they give it prot. Right. Um, but it it's uh, it just kills a lot of stuff. It kills it kills uh conundrum sphinx. Um uh, you know. It yeah. does everything that flame slash like right. people uh, Even the only reason people Wall play of flame Omens slash isn't such yeah. a bad idea to, yeah. to yeah. kill. Yeah. Wall of Omens is fine a fine thing. Yeah I mean it's yeah. m- mana efficiency. Right? Yep. Yeah it's an instant I mean as far as mana efficiency it's the same cost as Wall of Omens so even though they drew a card off of it it's not necessarily the best thing. But yeah you know it if it makes that big of a difference when you have something that you want to hit with Life lace a ventvine and then and then kill the ventvine with combustion. Exactly. Do that and, and and get Mike Flores to just sign the card for you <laughs> while you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Imperious Perfect. Um, Reprint from Lorwyn Block. Mm-hmm. Two cool. two for green and two creature elf warrior. Other elf creatures you control get plus one plus one and tap a green and tap it to put a one one green elf warrior creature token into play. It's an uncommon. Yeah. Oh well, well, we assume it's an uncommon. I, I feel like that would almost be reprinted at rare, but maybe not because Elvish Archer is confirmed. To be yeah, back, we've so. we've confirmed. Which surprised me that they're both. Yeah, pretty, that was that's when, pretty awesome. When they talk about perfect being in it, people kind of thought, well, yeah. Archdruid must be gone, but yeah. no, they're both here. So elves have their have two lords in the same set. Pretty uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna have to get going pretty soon because okay. uh, yeah, it just we, occurred to me that I've got something going on, but um. Well, we literally have, like, two we more have cards. two cards. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'll cool. stick around for them, yeah. Okay. Um, Gaia's Revenge. Joe is excited about this. I Gaia, like card a lot. Too. Gaia's it's Revenge awesome. is a mythic rare. Yep. Two green and five. Creature elemental. Eight, five. Can't be countered. Haste. Gaia's Revenge can't be the target of non-green spells or abilities from non-green sources. So they can kill it with green... With, uh, with a... Bant, Bant charm. Bant charm. They can get, can get rid of it. And Maelstrom Pulse. Pulse, yeah. Pulse does get rid of it. Yeah. That's like it, right? Yeah. And like locking it. It doesn't have flying, so you can't kill it with plummet. <laughs> it should have trample. 
Yeah, see, that was what I... When I first read it, I just assumed it had trample. If it had trample, it would be so stupid, bro. It should have trample, and it shouldn't be able to be blocked by less than five creatures. Yeah. It's, it's, you know... It's, I mean, it's it's a, it's a hair expensive, it's... I mean, it's downright, and, and if, if we're offending anyone, I'm sorry, but it's retarded and limited. It's like, it's absolutely, it is just, it is just, it's so sick and limited. I um, want it so bad. Like, I, I mean, And like, I like the card a lot. I think it's really cool. Like, a, a lot of times in the deck that I'm playing right now, I can play Avenger of Zendikar on turn three, but I don't want it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, yeah. That gives me three lands, you know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of weak. But I can play this sucker on turn three too. Yeah, and that just seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like you just get to block it with a Baneslayer Angel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but like, are you gonna have that on turn three? Yes. yes. If you're playing play. Mythic, yeah, yeah. I, I sure, sure as heck do. <laughs> do you now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if I wait till turn four and plummet? I've got Ban Charms too, bro. I'm good. It's whatever. I'm good. I'll see your Ban Charm and raise you a shut the hell up. <laughs> I'll see your bent chum and raise you a rotation with scars of Meriden. Bam. Yeah, it just seems really, uh, I don't know. It's just disgusting. Wow. I don't know what you're supposed to do against you it. You just made a valid point. Yeah. Once scars, uh, once a Lara block rotates out, there will be practically no spells that can target this and the, kill yeah, it. Yeah, the only right. thing is that... We just assume it has Shroud. So. I mean, so like, yeah, we, like there's, there's actually nothing that can target it and kill it. Uh, in in M- that we've seen in M10, or 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 in uh, Zendikar, right? In Zendikar block, because what there's nothing. There's no multicolor like green X stuff, and green doesn't kill creatures. There's I mean like there's windstorm, but again it has to be flying. There's plummet. It has oh, to and fly. oblivion ring, because it's not a spell. Oblivion ring is rotating too. And no, it's not. Is an oblivion ring in? Oh no no that was in that was in uh, 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 that shards yeah it was in shards uh, for some yeah. reason I thought it was in Zendikar but so yeah. journey to nowhere yeah journey to nowhere can there we go journey to nowhere can deal with there you go now what so yeah and and you can uh, tap it with something that wait hopefully we get does that to tar- wait oh it says uh, or abilities or yeah. abilities um, uh, so you can't tap it you can't no you, can wait you not, oh you can't you so, can't, so you pa- can't even, journey to nowhere because you know, it's a triggered ability. Boom right. shakalaka. Boom goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. The, yeah, I mean that's just you just need to wrath it away, but it's got haste, so you need to chump it and then wrath. That's what you need to do. Like chump with wall of omens or something. Wrath. That's a good thing it doesn't have trample. That's what I'm saying. If it had trample, it would be the stupidest card. Yeah. Like it's, stupid came to stupid. It's already card. pretty stupid. <laughs> well yeah, but I mean like it'd have been ridiculous. It's not like Emrakul stupid. Yeah, give it annihilator, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and, and then lastly, the, the last spoiler, which is pretty neat, is uh, Rock Egg. Not to be confused with Rook. Rook Egg, right. It's an 03 creature bird defender, and uh, when it's put into a graveyard from the battlefield, put a 3 3 white bird creature token with flying onto the battlefield. So you get to, uh, you get to chump something, and then you get a 3 3 flyer. It's kind of cool. Which makes sense, because when, like, a predator, um, you know, when a predator in the wild, like, uh, for example, in prehistoric times, if in a Venoraptor, which is a uh, a, a, a member of the same family that the Velociraptor comes from, it's an egg hunting dinosaur, a Veno meaning <laughs> yeah. egg. Uh, when the Venoraptor went to eat an egg, it would regularly chomp down on and destroy the egg, you know, eat, swallowing it whole. And then the egg would turn into a 3 3 bird that would just kick the crap out of the, 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 the dinosaur. So, you know. 
flavor-wise, it makes a whole lot of sense that you break an egg, you get a bird. Actually, I do like it flavor-wise a lot. I'm just yeah. being, I'm just being as, as literal as possible with that. Yeah, it's... Uh... So when it dies, you get a bird? Yes. It's an O3? It hatches. Apparently, like... So it's a wall. Just like whenever you eat eggs for breakfast, birds hatch. So then yeah. it's a wall, and then it's a three-three bird. See, you did that a lot more compact than I did, it, and so it worked a lot better. Your delivery was just spot on. There. <laughs> Sorry about that. What were you? What were you? Yeah, it's a, it is a three wall. wall. And then, yeah, and then it becomes three. a three-three bird. Yeah, that's pretty so it's, awesome. I mean, it's 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 it's. And it costs one white. Yeah, um, two and white. Two and a white. Well, but I mean, it's, no, it's it's a hair expensive. But it's I mean, in limited like against like a bunch of one ones, it's it's a it's virtually a moat. I don't think it's well, not against a bunch of one ones. Against like three ones, it's a moat. I don't think it's terrible and constructed either. I mean, like yeah, three, it would be fun place, but yeah. three three flyers, decent mm-hmm. and like having a blocker first. You know what I mean? It's like generating another creature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. You're absorbing some damage, generating a creature that you can attack with, and you're going to be able to attack with it the turn, you know, as yeah. soon as you untap, which, you know, if you're doing stuff right, you block with the wall, it goes away, you get the creature, and then it's your turn, naturally, so then you can swing right in with it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah it's good that, that, that if it dies, in all likelihood, it's going to uh, be attacking the next time you untap. Right, I think it's good. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I uh, I like I, the art too, the way the sun's shining in, and you can see the uh, the little the little bro in there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice artwork. So uh, I think that's it for our M11 spoilers this week. Anyway, hopefully uh, we'll be getting some. Well, we'll definitely be getting some more spoilers. It's spoiler week. It's spoiler week, right? Right. So so the set comes out in two weeks, right? When it comes out, the pre-release is is the end of next week. Is that right? So. Uh wait, spoiler week is. So next week, this, this, no, no, week this week and next week. This week? Yeah, yeah starting oh, today. Okay. Well, I, know, I know there were spoilers this, today. It's how we got the Black Titan and, and uh, Nagel's Revenge. Right, exactly. Well, what did you say about Black and, and Ken Nagel there? Huh? I said... Uh, what? Oh, Black Titan. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, um, I guess that's everything. I don't think... I guess have anything else you wanted to, to mention? Nope. Cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. The OMTG Taps is available every Friday on StarCityGames.com. You can also find us on MTGCast.com, O2Drop.com, TheStarkingtonPost.com, Top8Magic.com, and MTGMetagame.com. Visit our website, IWantMyMTG.com, for past episodes and more. You can contact us at YoMTGTaps at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at YoMTGTaps and Affinity for Blue.